back, back again. Back in the saddle again, oh, as Aerosmith says. You know what? Yeah. I was actually going to make that exact same reference, and you beat me to wow. it. We didn't plan that. I, I, no, it's 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 just our. We got, you know, me and Andrew. <laughs> we got this. We got this chemistry rolling for this podcast, and suddenly now we're like linking brains, which I guess isn't good for podcasts. We don't need to use say the same things all the time. We need to. So don't think what I'm thinking. Um, say something else. Um, yeah, but don't, uh, don't don't make another Aerosmith reference. Um, okay, I'll, is, I'll, I'll go to I'll, I'll switch it over to the Doobie <laughs> Brothers. I like the Doobie Brothers. What is Brothers. interesting is down around the corner <laughs> and proud of him, did that girlfriend run? And, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Man, stealing, uh, Steven is stealing all of my bits for this episode of oh, the Cinema Discovery Project. Wait, you plan you plan bits? No, I planned to do certain uh, singing bits because we're going to be discussing something in today's episode, uh, oh. and where once again I'm Andrew Cabral and. Uh, and my co-host, co-friend in movie life I'm, is Stephen Billings. I'm, mo- I, I'm Stephen <laughs> Billings here again to talk stuff about movies. Yeah, and discover things. And we're going to discover things about cinema. And oh, yes. And we're taking a bit of a, a journey this week through the time machine. Uh, recently, in most of our episodes, we've been going way way back to early early movie history in the silent era film noir talking about all kind of older movies so we thought we'd go a little more current and we're going to start our journey in the 1970s specifically well i mean well, 1976 we, yeah but we you know overall this episode we're talking about the rocky franchise right which starts that, yeah, in yeah. the 1970s and yes, it makes its course, way all course. the way up to 2018. I just, to, I just want I just want people to know where we're heading here. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wanted yeah, to make yeah, it more yeah. gradual, but you want to jump right into it. No, no, no. The people need to know what we're doing, Andrew. We don't want we don't want they're going to see the title. What are we hiding from them? Okay, we're not hiding anything. We're talking about the Rocky franchise. We are. And yes, it does start out in the gritty 1970s. Yes, very gritty, very dirty <laughs> America 1970s. Uh, in the bicentennial year of 1976 is when we get the first Ooh. Rocky movie. And for many, and probably including myself and Steven, the best Rocky movie. Oh, yes. It's the best Rocky movie. It still is. Um, it, it's, you know, I, I guess let's start out talking about, you know, we'll, we'll get into the, the the people, of course, involved. But where did you, when did, do you remember the first time you saw Rocky? How Where does it fall in your life? I have I couldn't tell you because I don't think I saw the first Rocky movie as my first Rocky movie, if yeah, that makes yeah. any sense. Um, because it it was kind of weird the way my intro to Rocky was uh, because typically people, you know, see movies in order and I would kind of just, you know, catch them on cable TV. Growing up in the 90s, yeah. there was just a lot of replay on cable TV, of course, with, you know, all the swears taken out and edited down for ah. for commercials and all that nonsense. So I probably didn't see the first Rocky movie. I probably my guess is I saw either Rocky two or three first. I don't okay. And I you know being really really young at the time, you know, I didn't understand you know continuity and story and sequels yeah, and yeah. trilogies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. For me, I would I, I can't I can't say for sure but i would assume i saw it in in the right order mm. um because the thing is is in my family in my household uh rocky is a big deal right. my dad is is a huge fan um he still has like 
um, like Rocky stuff all over the house. Like I, he he's got toys. Um, we got just literal things from the um, like just images that he found on the internet that he printed out and like stuff motivational stuff. You know things like that. He Rocky's a big deal. So we had all the VHSs nice. growing up and. Um, I, watch, I I think I watched him in order, I'm pretty sure. But, of course, the the popular one growing up was Rocky IV. Everybody loved Rocky IV. That was the one we always watched all the time. But as I got older, I realized that Rocky I is, the be- is probably the best yeah, one. Yeah, and, um, and what is interesting is I probably didn't see Rocky IV until I actually saw, like, Rocky two, three, and five. Like, I, I was way yeah. out of order with this. And what is interesting <laughs> is that it's not that... You did the, you, you did the machete order. <laughs> yeah, the machete <laughs> order. Um, and what is interesting about this is that it's not that, like, movies weren't a huge thing, because we've talked about movies have both been a big part of our lives growing up. It's just that the way we consume them are, of course, different. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, like, I watched, yeah. for example, I mean, another famous franchise. I, I'm pretty sure I watched Back to the Future 2 before I watched Back to the Future 1. You know what I mean? No, so that's, just, that's just crazy. Yeah, that's just, that's just crazy. Tunes. Looney what, Tunes. What are you doing? Um, it's kind of just like how you, you know, just fall into things well, randomly. Yeah, I mean, for for us, too, of course, not being a part, when we were young, not being a part of that internet age, we, we you know, and, and movies weren't as easily easily accessed i mean sure we had video video stores and stuff right. but unless our parents took went out of the way to do that for us um you know we had to catch like you said things on tv and um you know they were usually edited and stuff like that and uh, yeah i mean y- you had to be lucky you know you, to that maybe your parents had certain things like i said for me we owned all the films so i was lucky in this sense to be able to see them in the proper order and um i guess th- the best place to start with this this movie is, of course, Stallone himself. Yes. I mean, Stallone um, started out uh, as, you know, a guy trying to break in and uh, was basically, a, a you know, like Rocky, a bum. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying he was trying to break into the industry. And actually what's funny is there's a little bit of a criterion connection uh, with Stallone. He, one of his first credits, actually I think his is his first credit, um, was in a movie called Downhill Racer, mm. um, which is, uh, I think, a Redford movie. I think it and, is, uh, yes. Yeah, and, and it's in the Criterion Collection. Um, so he has a small little role in that movie, and uh, so that was I thought that was pretty cool. But, of course, um, the, the kind of the, the, the legend of Stallone with this movie is that he saw uh, a fight between a – real, a real-life fight between uh, Muhammad Ali and Chuck Web, Webner. And um, apparently that – inspired his script for this which he denies later saying that the fight didn't inspire it but um you know so he he saw the fight and then wrote the script in like three and a half days and and then uh started shopping it around right um um and before we get into that you want to get into more of his uh personal uh, life not personal life but i mean early uh, I mean, well, I, we talked about mentioning this, so I might as well get into it before we get yeah, into the production. Yeah, do it, man. I, I'm, I'm, I want people to know. I want this. people because it, it's. I mean, it's out there. He's talked about it in in interviews and all kind of stuff. Um, early, early on in his career, you know, when just starting out, you know, af, af, coincidentally after Downhill Racer, he was into uh, softcore pornography films, which he has yeah, said, yeah. you know, at the time I was super desperate, didn't have money, didn't have really any options, and 
that's kind of what 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 he needed to do in order to well, not yeah, get he, evicted he, from the place he was living. I mean, it yeah, happens. He said, but either he said either I I would have to rob somebody or do the do these videos, right? And that, I mean, that was basically, and it. it's not the first time we've heard stories of actors or whomever doing things they regret later on. Uh, yeah. They would regret later on, early on in their career, just to to do st- to to start stuff, just to you know keep the keep the lights on as they say or keep keep eating or be able to have a roof over your head and whatnot and and i'm not shaming him in any way at oh, all no, i no, mean no. do what you have to do to survive we're all just trying to uh, make it to it, the next if day any, if anything it makes him more relatable <laughs> if, yeah if anything, <laughs> even though true. i have not done a porn <laughs> yeah, although, i'm just saying yeah. the fact that he was that low and built himself up uh to the person he is today is is definitely inspiring so um but yeah, I mean, Stallone knocked out this script in apparently three and a half days and started shopping it around. And he got the attention of, um, was it uh, Irene, is it Irene Winkler uh, is his name? Uh, I, I want to say Irwin Winkler, but that's just me. Irwin Winkler, that's what, that's what I meant. And um, so him and his partners uh, really liked the script and want to make the movie, but they do not want, you know, Stallone wants to star in it, yes. you know, and it's and. But the studio guys, of course, want to get a big star. They want to get a Redford. They want to get a James Conn. Oh, yeah. They want to get a Burt Reynolds. Uh, they want somebody like that that can sell, put butts in seats. But Stallone is, you know, very adamant to star in the movie. So he 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 kind of makes them he he whittles them down. He says, "Okay, we'll cut the, we'll cut the budget down and we'll let you star in it." Right. And the budget ended up being around a million bucks. Yeah, it was like a by, million by the, and a little over. A little um, over that with, yeah, with the advertising the stu- and whatnot. The studio yeah. was United Artists at the time, yeah. which we've talked about before. It was originally, you know, started in the, the 20s with Charlie Chaplin and um, Mary Pickford and, and, and another act I can't remember. But it, I think I'm not sure by this point if it was absorbed into M- MGM because I know at some no, point I- United Artists became part of MGM and it's part of MGM Today, I think I'm by the sure. third film, I think by Rocky Three, MGM had, had bought. Had right. In, so I it think. was still an yeah. independent studio making movies at the time. You'll see a lot of credits yeah. of of movies from United Artists in the '60s and '70s and stuff like that. Um, and it's very interesting how, yeah, they didn't want a an essential nobody. He was someone who, at the time, wasn't known at all. Completely. Um, unknown and he this unless was, you've seen his porn yeah i guess so or he was in like <laughs> uh he was in like uh roger corman's death race 2000 um and that film which came out a few years early but that was you know a b a b movie essentially yeah um and he and he, like steven said you know it was a million dollar movie and for a million dollars at that time was tight it's it's extremely yeah. tight now to make a movie of that of any caliber and to make it with quality and stuff like that. So they had to cut a lot of corners. They had to cut a lot of corners when it came to um, simple things like shooting locations. Yeah, they couldn't afford to shoot in places during the day because they couldn't afford to pay extras. You know what I mean? Yeah. If something came back from costuming or props or whatever and it was wrong, they couldn't afford to redo it. Um, famously, um, I was reading that the the poster that's hanging in the arena before he fights Apollo yeah. has the wrong colored trunks. Like it was just yeah, a miss. yeah. It was they, just they, like done that way, and they had to write it into the thing that it was. Oh, it doesn't matter anyways because people yeah, there, don't take it seriously. A few, 
yeah, there's a few there's a few mistakes like that that they just decided to write into the script. Uh, the other one was was the robe. The robe was way too baggy, and then they just made it a thing and kind of a joke in the movie. Like, is it Adrian? Does this look too baggy to you? <laughs> you know, you know, whatever. You know, so it, you know, she's like, uh, go, good luck. Okay, just bye, whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just funny how you know. There's always a lot of great stories about how these these kind of seminal movies that are now, that are still popular today, um, how they, you know, went through all these troubles, you know, and, um, you know, of course they got, uh, the director of this film is, uh, John G. Alverson, who I think just recently passed away, I think in the last few years. Um, but, yeah, he, passed, uh, he passed away last June. Yeah. 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 So, um, and he did, he'd done some other good films. I think he did. Um, didn't he do Karate Kid? That was um, later yeah. on though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying overall, he'd done Karate Kid. Um, yeah, before like he'd done something before else. Rocky, he had done a few films, um, but afterward, I think is when he's made his his most well known movies. Definitely, sure, yeah. Rocky. <laughs> Rocky's kind yeah, of high, oh, yeah. but he did do Karate Kid, Karate Kid Part Two. Um, he did Karate Kid Part Three as well. Um, we can forget that. And one. then we'll, later on, <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, Rocky Five. He also did as well. Yeah, yeah. We, we, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, we we can't skip that one. But we can't we skip like it, even though we try to decide it didn't exist. But we, we we won't skip it because it needs to be talked about. But right. um, yeah, I mean, so they hired him on, and also I think another part of the um, kind of background, uh, you know, is is Bill Conti for the, the score is another iconic score, iconic part of this this film production because his music uh, is just. Everything, all the all the themes are just fantastic, and of course, as the as the series goes on, there's even more music that becomes more iconic, yes. also. But even in this first movie, the just the just the uh, uh, the original theme, that you know that, and then the slower versions of it on piano are just fantastic. I love the score. Yeah, it's it's an iconic score. I mean, I was. You know, walking around my house doing it the other day. You know, just it's it's part of the culture. It's part of the zeitgeist. I mean, we'll get into kind of the cultural impact of Rocky perhaps later on after we're done with the movies. But you know, they're you know they treat Rocky as if he was a real person, as if he is a real person. He has a, a statue in Philadelphia and stuff like that. And what is so iconic and so memorable about Rocky is kind of all played in this first movie. It's the classic American dream story. It's a rags to riches tale. He is a you know kind of a a low lowly boxer who you know fights a bunch of small fights in a gym in the in around Philadelphia and stuff like that he's not well known he's not a professional like on the professional circuit or anything like that you know he even even at the beginning of this movie uh, we find out that he's basically muscle for like the local loan sharks and stuff like that. Uh, and what is the, uh, the irony of that is that he's like the nicest guy in the world, yeah. seemingly. You know, he's yeah, extremely yeah. gentle. Like he likes animals, and you know. Well, let, let, let me <laughs> let me ask you something about this. Okay, well, right. obviously with the scene that we're talking about, where he he's supposed to break this dude's thumbs, right. and he doesn't. Obviously, he's and we know he's and we just from what the movie had shown us so far in there that we could tell that he's he's not a bad guy, but. The scene where he goes to the pet store and steals the turtle food. What about what's that all about? Okay, know, he just needs turtle food. He's, he's he stole he stole turtle food. I mean that's not cool. No, it's not. 
it, crime doesn't pay apparently <laughs> no it doesn't but apparently if if you uh go to the local uh pet store you meet your future uh love of your life and girlfriend in in adrian adrian <laughs> yo adrian it's 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 a very localized story you know and, and it's very similar to american culture in many places now as well as back then that if if you're a girl or a guy or a man or man or woman um the person you're gonna meet and marry is probably someone you've known your whole life you know what i mean it's that small of a community uh where whereas you know we're talking about the 1970s versus now where we have access to you know people all over the world and all kinds of stuff back then it's pretty much who you knew you knew um, if you were looking for a significant other, chances are it was someone close to well, you. Well, these these people these people are all very tight in yes. these neighborhoods and stuff, and they very much I would say in a sense stuck where they're at. Yeah. So they all bind there, together. There is no social know. mobility in in this area of where Rocky was living in Philadelphia. You know, you worked at the local places. You know, Adrian worked at the local pet store. Um, uh, Paulie worked at the local meat packing company. I mean, these were blue yeah. collar jobs it's a blue collar area and the film it doesn't shy away from you know showing blue collar america yeah i think that this movie does a really good job of um like it it definitely is a 70s film you know i think it really very much does uh john uh alverson does a good job of really capturing the 70s of that time that that realism um that we saw out of the 70s and um yeah i mean you know, to go over these characters, we you know they set up these characters. You know, we got also we're, we haven't talked about Mickey yet, right. played by uh, the great uh, Burgess Meredith. Yes, um, who, yeah, he's he's very iconic. Who is of course, probably in the most well-known actor in this movie, in the sense that oh, he yeah, had probably. the most experience. He had, you know, he was in many many films. Um, you know, he was making film. He was in films like in the thirties, all the way up till till the 90s when he eventually passed away um but another one is carl weathers who would you yeah. know well well this was his first thing wasn't it i want to say it was at least his first big role um because because yeah, because i don't think i don't think he had done anything like predators yet um no that would be that like a decade after. later yeah yeah um so yeah this was kind of his big break because you know initially uh Stallone wanted to cast an actual boxer, yes, um, to to play to play Apollo Creed, but things weren't working out. They, the schedules weren't working out, and you know, so of course, Carl Weathers was an athlete, wasn't a boxer, but you know, still, of course, very much physically capable of doing it, and of course, ended up being fantastic. And I wouldn't want anybody else to, to have played Apollo Creed. Yeah, he was based, you know, he's famously based on Muhammad Ali. He has that personality and exuberance in the movie you know the trash talking the showmanship all of that stuff was modeled after muhammad ali um it's and and, Stal- Stallone. and rocky was more modeled around rocky marciano, rocky marciano joe frazier rocky graziano those types of boxers um and what is interesting about the movie or at least more plot wise is apollo in the movie is is kind of built up as the antagonist but he's just kind of like a boxer who um is looking for another fight you know he's the heavyweight champion he's huge name a legend all this kind of stuff and he's looking for you know a a fight basically he was supposed to fight somebody and then the guy 
who he was supposed to fight got hurt and he and then he was like you know I'll fight a local you know I'll give I'll give a local guy you know a run of the mill boxer a chance at the gold chance at the championship it's kind of yeah. a pu- publicity stunt and you yeah. know he that's where they discovered Rocky the Italian stallion and all that stuff um which is a great he's just, great name Italian stallion it's a great name he he's the catalyst for the for the story i mean he's the if it wasn't for the the luck chance as they say it's you know dead it's crazy luck that he got picked out of all the people because of his name of course but um you know yeah i mean i mean if it wasn't a pop for apollo who i would say yeah he is the antagonist i would say he's more antagonistic in the second film um because he really wants to beat rocky now you know <laughs> yeah but he, it w- yeah yeah and and the the first movie is all about it's not even it's about insp- winning it's about it's about proving going yourself. the distance yeah yeah proving you yeah proving yourself going the distance um you know showing some type of quality because mickey pretty much tells rocky at the beginning of this movie that you're not living up to your potential you're fighting bums that you should be beating no problem but you're struggling because you know you you're not you're not fulfilling yourself and and this is when you know rocky decides to really um, kind of, you know, pick himself up and kind of really commit to boxing. And this is when we get the first of many, many, like, uh, workout montages and yeah. uh, certain iconic, uh, you know, lines and quotes from Mickey. You know, you got to eat lightning and crap thunder, you know, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And it's really, you know, something we hadn't seen at the time. And this is where it all started. It's cliche now. Like, it's in, oh, it's it's, in every yeah. Rocky movie. It's in every sports movie and stuff like that. But back then, it wasn't cliche. Yeah, and, and I have to say, you know, one moment I really want to point out in this first movie is one of my favorite scenes. And, I, and, 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 and in a way, I kind of make fun of it because, you know, Stallone, when he gets, like, really upset in scenes, he can sometimes be kind of funny. Um, and that's because of his 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 talking voice. Now I will say, uh, Stallone was born with nerve damage in his face, right. so the left side of his face has got some numbness. It is a med- so that's why it's he, a medical condition. Yeah, yeah. So he that's the why he's kind of slack jawed and he kind of talks the way he talks. But um, there's uh, there's a scene where you know Rocky gets you know he gets offered to do it. He's taking the match. And then uh, you know Mickey comes to see him and wants to be his manager. And you know. Of course, Mickey before kind of was like, you know, you're a bum. You could have been great, but you didn't. You went off and started working with the loan sharks, and you, you could have been great, but you were you, you just you didn't have the right mindset for it. So now that he has this opportunity, he wants to come and help him. But of course, Stallone, or I'm sorry, Rocky is you know upset that why, where were you before? Why didn't you help me before? Now I have this chance. And now you want to help me? So he has this whole scene. It's one of my favorite scenes in any Rocky movie where he's just like really upset, and Mickey's walking out and. And he's just like, you you want to come over in here with me? This place is nice. It stinks. It stinks. You know they just. <laughs> oh, he's talking about yeah, where the... Stallone lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. he lives he's in just like... like you want to come. He's like you want to help me out. Well, come help me out. This place. You want to come and move over here? This stinks. <laughs> I just I just love how he says you want to come and move over here. It stinks in here. I'll say this: Stallone got much better at dramatic acting over oh, the course yeah. of his career. Uh, you know, as Steven pointed out, it is it can be viewed as comical, but it's an you know Rocky's no, a very I, emotional I, guy. You know what I mean? No, I th- I think he's good. Though. Oh, I, I, okay. Honestly, honestly, I I, I I is I make fun of it personally mm-hmm. because of just out of context. It has nothing to do with the movie, right? But it's it's I I I actually think he truly did a really good job in this movie. He did get nominated for this movie. He did actually. 
ten, there was ten nominations for this movie, of course, including Best Picture, which it won. Yes. Um, it also won uh, for Best Editing and Best Director. So um, three Oscars, um, which is, is crazy. Yeah, I mean, there were also a bunch of other nominations. Um, Stallone got nominated, like you said. Talia Shire yeah. got nominated uh, for Best Actress. or be- Two Best Supporting Actors. Two Best Supporting Actors, both Burgess Meredith and Burt Young. And yeah. um, and also Stallone got nominated for Best Screenplay as well. Yep. And, of course, the, mu- uh, the music, I believe, was nominated. Uh, the and sound. Best sound. Uh, it won for Best Film Editing, which is very interesting. Yep. We're talking about, you know, cutting montages together and whatnot. Um, it's, I'll say this. Talia Shire is also really good in the movie as well. She was oh, yeah. a core character throughout the the her, her run in the, she, in the Rocky she, franchise. She was his yeah, center. She was his... His life, uh, she was his world. You know what I mean. He, yeah, yeah. I mean, and they wanted to, they, you know, when they were trying to cast Adrian, it started out kind of hard. They had one person in mind, but she couldn't do it. And then they looked at Susan Sarandon apparently, and they were like, "She's too pretty. Um, we need somebody a little bit, you know, in well, the lesser." They wanted somebody pretty. more who looked like they lived in that, you know, in, 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 in the slums time, of Philadelphia. Yeah. They wanted a more, you know. Not homely looking girl, but you know, a, a frumpier looking person who would pull that little off bit, well. A little bit more girl next door, but yeah, not like I mean, they gave, the one that yeah, they, the fantasy girl next door. Right. They gave her like glasses in the movie. They dressed her very um conservative and things like that. Um they have a lot of great chemistry and great scenes in the movie because in the background of, you know, you know, of the training and the leading up to the match and all that stuff, there's a love story and romance going on between yeah. the two. You know, they go on a date and things like that. He he ends up doesn't he, he buys a dog, I believe, from from the place. But or, kiss, yeah. <laughs> I th- no, I, th- I think that's in the second. Movie. Oh, is that I think the second? Movie? The Sometimes yeah, well, the first which, and which second movie. We'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that in a little bit. But that what you're talking about the first date, yeah. Like apparently that was supposed to be filmed during the day originally, but they didn't have the money for extras, so they filmed it at night and it was after closing. So it, they had to set up the scene that yeah. way where it was. They basically, you know, yeah, that was kind of what I alluded to earlier. Is I believe it was at yeah. like a skating rink or something. And they just didn't have the money for like a hundred extras or whatever, um, yeah. and and so we get up to the the match. I think we should just go to the match because we want to get yeah, out, yeah, right yeah, out to Rocky yeah. too. But the we're ma- not we're not breaking the, this isn't a spotlight. No, this isn't we're a spotlight. So I wanted to like move along to the other yeah, movies because yeah. there are uh, there's a lot of movies in there's, this franchise. There's, there's now. still more. We still got like five or six, seven movies. <laughs> yeah, I know. So and and we are gonna and we're gonna talk about the new movie a little bit. Too, right, so. right. Uh, so the match happens. And Rocky doesn't win. He ends up going the distance, fifteen split rounds, decision. and you know he ends up finishing. He loses by decision. You know, what I mean, yeah, split decision. Split decision. And, uh, but but that wasn't like we said earlier. It was not about winning. It was about you know. There's a scene earlier in the movie, uh, probably not too long ago, before that scene, before the match, um, which apparently Stallone had to fight to keep in the movie. Uh, which he sits down with Adrian and they're sitting in bed and he says about, he talks about how all he wants to do is go the distance. And apparently he had to fight for that scene because it was important. It was important to the character to, to know that it wasn't about winning. It was about just proving to himself that he could, he could be with this guy, you know, fight with this guy and be on the same level and the respect, you know? Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm glad it got it got it kept it got step kept in there because it's it is a gr- it's a great acting yeah. scene too and it's I an iconic so. yeah and and it just moving to the end of the match you know it's a very iconic scene at the end of the match where he you know yeah he yells out for Adrian and she runs to the yeah. to the thing and then you know they embrace and whatnot and it's 
really emotional, really iconic, and and you know, there's some question whether the film should have won Best Picture or not. It's up with one of those like you know revisionist history. You know, this film should have really won, but it's yeah. all really taken into context of the moment and the mood and all that well, stuff. I, and I, I I think honestly for the time, I think I think like we were I was talking about earlier. You know, the seventies seventies was this time where we had a lot more cynical films, yes. a lot more grittier, like more realistic depressing endings, <laughs> depend, depressing, a lot more crime oriented films that would end in like bloodshed and, and bad stuff. And this was like a, a shining light. You know, this was a uplifting inspirational film yes. that I think just kind of caught fire. And it, it just, it was so popular that the Academy had to agree. Yeah, if you're, if you're <laughs> wondering what else was nominated that year and you don't feel like looking on Google or Wikipedia, uh, it was um, Rocky, of course, won All the President's Men, Bound for Glory, Network, and Taxi Driver. Um, okay, yeah. Two of them films, <laughs> I would say, maybe, like, Network is one, and then Taxi Driver is the other well, one for yeah. me. For me, I'll, I'm biased because Taxi Driver is, like, my second favorite movie of all time. It, me too, it is, so, yeah. That w- it is what it is. But, you know, awards aren't the end-all, be-all of no. film. They're just part of the equation. Um, no. But Citizen Kane didn't win best. That is picture. true. Citizen Kane did not win best picture. Um, uh, Casablanca didn't either. Did it it? Did. did. I want to say it did. Yes, it did. Okay, it did. Okay, never mind. Uh, uh, it, uh, <laughs> it's not a good example. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but let's uh, move so on. the movie ends, and it ends in the emotional ending of that fight, and then going to the second film, just uh, called Rocky Two. No, no fancy uh, semicolon. Uh, th- the next match. They were, but I think anything, the original you know. title was Rocky Two Rocky of Redemption or something like that. <laughs> and I'm like, the oh. Rocky Redemption. And I think that yeah. was the original working title, uh, not working title, but the title that Stallone had given the screenplay because Stallone yeah, yeah. had pretty much. I think he did the screenplays for at least all of the Rocky movies. Uh, when we get yeah, to Creed all the and Creed movies. Two, those are a little bit different. Um, but but Rocky Two picks up right away right after. after the end of the fr- after the end of the fight, and it's literally which, them in, which, in a wheelchair being wheeled out, going to the hospital. Which is which is I, you know when I talk to people about this franchise, I say, hey, to me, I look at the first two movies as one big movie because it really is. Yeah, I mean, it literally picks up right after, and it's a con- it's a story about these two fighters fighting in these two big matches. So it's like you could watch it as one big movie. I mean, I, I that's how I do it. So. Yeah, I, but, I um, agree. It, it starts starts out they're in the ambulances and they're on their way to the hospital. That's the whole opening credits. Um, and like and like every Rocky movie, you always except for the Creed movies, they don't really do it. But you always get kind of a recap mm. of the last movie's end fight, um, and then it leads into the you know the beginning of the movie. Um, and so they show up to the hospital and. Uh, Apollo has suddenly changed his tune about, you know, because the uh, reporters are giving him crap. Yeah, he's pissed. He's, he's pissed. <laughs> he was like, at the end of the match, he was like, I don't want no rematch. And he's like, Rocky's like, I don't want one, you know. And then now Apollo's like, I'm going to fight this guy again. I'll take him anywhere at a time. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, wants just, to fight him right then and there, like in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because he was not, that, ma- that, that boxing match was not supposed to go that way. This was supposed no. to be... Uh, an a, exhibition. An exhibition. It's supposed to be an exhibition, <laughs> which is said later in Rocky Four. It was. So. It was supposed to be an easy match for Apollo. He wasn't supposed to have any any problems with it at all. And what is interesting is even in that match, he comes out in his usual flair, not taking it seriously. You know, not quite to the levels of Rocky Four, but still, you know, working the crowd and whatnot. Yeah. And then Rocky knocks him down. He takes it seriously then. But no, mm-hmm. he and now his reputation is taking a hit 
because of the match. So he really, really wants a rematch to to say that this was a fluke, that this was not supposed to, uh, this was not the way it was supposed to go. I'm a much better fighter than he is, you know, whatever, all this kind of stuff. And Rocky, yeah, so, Rocky so, basically retire retires. He retires in the hospital. Well, yeah, he 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 talks to Apollo in the hospital. He's like, "Did you give me your best?" Yeah, like, what like, did you? I did, I did. So from there, he got he got what he needed. You know, he you know he probably made a little bit of money off the fight, but yeah, I think more importantly, I think the sum was like one hundred and fifty thousand. He was supposed to, he got, but, but he's going to do commercial. He's going to do commercials. Yeah. And, That's and, what he's going to do. Also, <laughs> a medical reason why, like they, like apparently, like he had like with a, his eye. Yeah, it was a detached retina that had to be um, fixed, surgically fixed. So you know he could lose if he if he continued to fight, he could lose his sight in that. He could eye. go blind. He could go, yeah. You yeah. know, so he so so he think. He he's more focused on you know he's gonna he says he's gonna do some commercials and stuff he, but he primarily wants to solidify his relationship with Adrian right which he he asked her to marry her at the zoo yeah <laughs> which funny which funny enough the guy from the first movie who was like antagonistic towards him which was like the driver of uh, Gazo who, who was the the loan shark guy says take her to the zoo <laughs> and of course he does take her to the zoo that's that's a callback <laughs> yeah that's, that's what we call back. a callback. And, and of course, now that he's got the money, marries her. It's a nice, it's a sweet, you know. We see it on screen yeah. and whatnot. And he's going to start doing promotions and commercials because now, you know, people see him as a bankable commodity. He can, he yeah. you can sell products with him. The problem is, yeah, is I, he can't really do it. He's not. He's not really. Uh, let's say good at public speaking he's not a he, you know he's he doesn't have much of an education let's say that no he, he apparently I, th- I think if i remember it was ninth grade he said is his grade level that he finished was ninth ninth grade right um so he barely got he barely got into high school but um one thing we haven't brought up that was in the first movie that's also in the second movie is the uh street corner band the street corner singers um which one of them apparently is uh, Stallone's brother, Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone. I know you wanted to bring yeah, that yeah. up. Um, oh, we got to bring up Frank, man. <laughs> Frank Stallone, who would go on to act in movies, and he did like uh, albums and singing stuff. and stuff like that. Um, yeah. What is interesting is uh, Frank Stallone wasn't the only family member to be in the first Rocky movie. Apparently, his dad was like the the ring, uh, the bell ringer at the uh, yeah, for the yeah. rounds and stuff like that. Um, later on, uh, Rocky's son would be his son in the in movies. F- <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, very, very interesting c- connection, you know, familial connection that way. It's not the only time that that's happened. There have been many times where, no, yeah. you know, family and, members and will I- be in movies that you're in and whatnot. Oh, and one other connection from the one. I'm sorry, Lloyd Kaufman is in it for one. He scene. is in the first movie. Yes, he is. He he is a drunk that gets carried out by Rocky. <laughs> not, not a not a big uh, uh, you know departure from trauma. The stuff he would do at trauma later on. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So so you know now Rocky is trying to do these commercials. It's not working out for him. He's he uh, he, he, re- he so he's he's fight. He's starting to realize that maybe he needs to get back into fighting, and Adrian doesn't want anything to do with this. You know, she she's she's afraid because she doesn't want anything. You know, of course, is worried about him. Doesn't want anything to happen to him. And then now he's starting to get pressure from Apollo Creed, who is now publicly, uh, you know, you know, asking, you know, saying, "Hey, Rocky, I want to fight you again." You know, and uh, not only that, but we have to throw in the fact that uh, Adrian's pregnant. Yeah, she was pregnant, pregnant, I believe, pregnant at the now. time they got married as well. So the you know he's wanting to start a, a family and save yeah, home yeah. and 
all that stuff. And so all them pressures come with the fact that he needs to make money. Yes, um, you need money. So he gets it for that. He, he he gets a job at a meat meat pat he with Polly. Yeah, you know, back to the, the back the, to the place where he was. You know, on the news, beating the meat. You know, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> In the you know, kind of a callback to the first film where you know he before he was working with Nikki, he was you know using meat as punching bags. You know. Just punching yeah. raw meat, which I've is done iconic. That. I've done that. I've done that before. Oh, I bet yeah. you have. Bet you have. I have uh. many times. <laughs> Who hasn't? Who hasn't? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, so you know, he's getting very a lot of pressure from all angles to to provide, and um, he's also got this car he can't drive, and because he's got a bad eye. <laughs> I don't know if that's the reason. I think he just can't drive. That could be it. Um, I mean, we never actually saw him drive in the first film, so. Yeah, I mean, when you live in them big cities, you don't really drive a lot unless you, you know you really need to get around all the time. Yeah, like, usually you, you usually you hardly you, ever leave your neighborhood. You know what I mean? You just or you just use public transportation. Public transportation. If you live in New it's York, cheaper, Philadelphia, yeah. even Boston, public transportation save you save a yeah, lot of so, money. So Apollo finally comes out and kind of embarrasses him. You know, they put like a a cartoon in like the newspaper that says you know shows Apollo choking choking you know Rocky as a chicken or something like that. So. Now he's embarrassed, and now he, you know, Mickey comes over and says, "We're gonna knock his block off. Let's do this thing." So they start to train. Yeah, um, but there is one problem. Um, Adrian doesn't want him to fight, so Adrian yeah. and him kind of have a bit of a not falling out, but she, they don't, you know, talk with one another and stuff like that because she won't support him in this fight because she's afraid of his of his well being. Be, his well-being, his health, basically. Well, see, he, he needs to be there for the kid. And, and for yeah, and, yeah, and, and you know, she's <laughs> concerned about, you know, the upcoming child and whatnot, and and this is when she, she, um, and this is when Polly does usual dumbass Polly things. Okay, yeah, pa- I will say this. <laughs> Polly is the, I don't I don't know why they keep this dude around. Well, he he's Rocky's, he's Rocky's best friend. I don't give a uh, shit, man. Brother-in-law. Family, I don't give a shit if family members did the things that this dude did in this franchise. Oh, I would have yeah. killed this dude by now. I would have already killed this dude, <laughs> especially in Rocky Five. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that contrived nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, Polly confronts Adrian. You know that you know Rocky needs you to support him in this, and this is a big deal, and all that kind of stuff. And she's in the she's like way ahead in her pregnancy. Yeah, and then yeah, I, I, I I can't uh, Stephen refresh me. Is there like a physical confrontation between the two? But I know that she she gets she she she's working at the pet store again for money, yeah. and so Polly comes over after one training session. You know, that's showing Rocky that he's kind of not being himself. Yeah, Rocky, he's training, Rocky's but he's, not into it. He's not. He's not in. The, he's not in the right headspace. He's not in the right headspace because he's thinking about Adrian, and so he goes over and confront. Polly goes over and yells at Adrian, and, and it kind of sets off a uh, early, early. Um, yeah, she, birth, she like fa- yeah, she has like you know, uh, not a panic attack, but she's pre- stressed, pre- she pre- gets pre- stressed pre- out, and she she like yeah. passes out and stuff, and she ends up. They have it's an early birth. They have to get her. The, she goes to the hospital. Uh, the baby's okay. The baby's fine, but she slips yeah. into a coma, and she's yeah. in a coma for a good portion of the movie. And yeah. Rocky won't leave her side. Rocky won't see the the baby without her. Um, and it's really emotional, you know, uh, challenge for Rocky Balboa. Yeah. And of course, you know, she does eventually wake up, and and then of course, you know, miraculously it she, says like, you know, it, just do one thing for me. <laughs> Win. Win. I was interesting. <laughs> I've been to a lot of live sporting events in my time, and they always use that clip. 
at, 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 a, at a live sporting event and the crowd goes crazy <laughs> over yeah. it and know? that's when the that and that's when the ultimate montage comes yes, in yes that's when the tra- um, where the you see montage. rocky's doing push-ups at sunset um and you know like oh we didn't even talk about catching the chicken oh you, you yeah know, like that's a chicken. that's a big deal and of course yeah the, he the throws running the... through the streets which he did in the first movie up up the steps but this is but this, this is time this is big. this time there's like a whole school full of kids <laughs> that somehow find him running and they just follow yeah, him through d- the middle of philadelphia yeah, shouldn't those kids be in school ah forget yeah, it <laughs> what are they doing they must have been on a field trip must have been on a field, field trip. trip or they maybe it was a school holiday or you break. know what it is they they got more money for this movie. That's but what it yeah, is. they definitely did. That's... And we have to also mention that Stallone directed this movie himself because yes. uh, Alvin... he had only directed he had only directed one other movie before this, I think, on his Paradise Alley. Yes, he only directed yeah. Paradise Alley. So they were skeptical, but the producers backed him up and everything. Albertson couldn't do it because he was actually doing Saturday Night Fever. Coincidentally, Stallone would go on to direct the sequel to Saturday Night Fever, Staying Alive, a few years later, uh, which is don't not a great don't movie. Talk. Don't talk Not about a great that. movie. Saturday Night Fever, in and of itself, is is a much darker film than I think people remember it for. Um, so but, uh, now we get to the the rematch Super Fight of the Two. Thing. Yeah, Super Fight Two, Electric Boogaloo, um, and Rocky pretty much gets his ass kicked throughout this entire fight. Well, you know, Rocky is known for just letting people beat the shit out of him until <laughs> yes, until he finally decides to throw a punch. Like he I'll just... say this: I'm not someone who is extremely adept or was ever really into boxing because you know boxing was starting to fade by the time i got into sports but all i know is that there is no way a real boxer could take the amount of punches that rocky takes and still win matches (laughs) let me tell you something about rocky's boxing style the dude doesn't throw jabs um he he also doesn't doesn't play defense no he doesn't (laughs) play defense He, he doesn't start throwing jabs until the third movie where apollo trains him um, yeah, he just like, throws haymakers. He just yeah, haymakers from both sides. He, he's the worst boxer ever, um, but somehow he beats everybody with the power of his punches. Yeah, his he's a power heart, puncher. Art, um, because he That's somehow awful. can survive um, getting punched in the face that many times. Right, um, and, but, uh, yeah. and in typical Rocky fashion, he's getting his butt kicked. Yes, uh, this is after the montage where all the kids are running to the top of the but, thing. But we, with the we hands yeah. and the But one thing we're, we're forgetting the big hook of this movie is that during the training, the big kind of trick was that he's going to learn to fight right-handed. Yes, because, because if he does it, it helps him protect his bad eye that he has, so so he can switch sides, so he won't get punched in the right eye all the time. So then then they'll switch at some point in the match to to, to throw him off. He actually um, like switches in like the last round. The last, of course, it's the last. What round. is interesting is Stallone, while training for the movie, ended up tearing his r- left bicep. So yes. So that's, that's the reason I, they they put that in the script. Yeah. Yeah. And he had to have surgery, and they had to they had to switch it around. Yeah. But it is to do that. But like I said, either way, he gets his butt kicked through the whole time. So when it gets to the final round, in order for him to win, he's got to knock. Creed, he got knock Apollo Creed out, and yeah. what ends up happening is they is Apollo typically you know really conceited, really you know gonna go his own way. He's instead his, of staying away from him. Yeah, all he has to do is literally just bounce around the ring. Don't yeah. let him hit you or anything because he's way ahead when it comes to he's judging. Winning most of the points. rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's winning everything, and no, he's like, no, I'm not gonna do it like last time because last time. It would have been the same result. It would have been well, that's, that's uh, he the won thing. by decision, and it, it didn't knock him out. Yeah, that's the thing is Apollo 
wants to knock this dude out because he doesn't want this guy to go the distance on him again. Yeah, he doesn't so, want to prove that he can't do it. Yeah. So he, you know, he's trying to knock him out and Rocky both of them are just completely exhausted and Rocky gets this good punch in and they both fall down, which to me, let's go ahead and talk about this now. To me, I think this is the best ending of any of the Rocky movies personally. Uh, I, I I love this dramatic ending where both fighters are fighting to get up before the, the 10 yeah. count. Um, or, or I think it is like it goes to 10 and they're both still down. So it's basically whoever gets up first wins yeah, or something yeah. like that. Well, he's like he's like to his feet, but he's not. Usually, it doesn't matter. Like when you're check, like when you're getting up for the count, you have to check in with the referee and like kind of like say you're good. So technically, they kind of were both out in a way. But because he was the furthest up, like you said, I think he. If we're being t- like technical, but it's a movie, and of course, he was to his feet before the ten, so he right. won. Yeah, um, either way, Rocky wins. Wins the title. Yo, Adrian, we did Which, it. Which, once again, not only the ending of the fight, but I think that the ending of the movie is – it gets me in te- – I tear up in the end of this really? movie every time. Yeah, it's more emotional than the first movie for me because he has the speech. It's more It's more iconic for me because it's – he's like talking you know, over and he's talking – because in this movie, and this is the reason why, Adrian isn't at the match. No. She's at home no. with Polly because, of course, she just – had a baby, she needs to rest and stuff yeah, she like just that. Got but, out of a coma. Yeah, yeah. But but part of the reason they decided to do that was because Talia Shar was shooting another film and they could not they were working around her schedule. So they they decided to do that to keep her out of the arena when they did the match. So um and, and honestly it made more sense given the context of oh what yeah happened to her character. Definitely, definitely. And but the whole speech and everything where he's like, I just want to say to my wife at home, yo, Adrian, I did it. And just the mm-hmm. acting there and just that always gets me emotional because because it's not only did he 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 achieve something so great, he 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 wants his wife to be proud of him. You know, like 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 look what I did. Like, you know, it's well, just he also said, yeah, he also says we did it, as in both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did it together. Yeah, it's it's yeah wonderfully symbolic. Yeah, yeah, and, and I just there. It just gets me. I get chills just talking about it right now. I I love that. That's my favorite ending of the Rocky franchise. Nice. Uh, so let's move on to Rocky Three because we got to keep that train rolling. AKA Mister T. Mister T. Comes AKA to town. AKA I pity the fool. I pity the fool. Um, this movie came out in nineteen. 19- 82 the previous yeah. one came out in 79 so we're now officially in the 80s now Woo! so things are about to get weird because that's mm. just the way the 80s are and this and film the, and, takes and, place three and more montages after. yeah more montage this film <laughs> takes place three years after the events in the in the previous film yeah I, I believe and what we learn is rocky has defended his belt 10 times and he has been successful 10 times and and what we also learn is that the guys he was fighting were pretty much bums. <laughs> or well, yeah, they I mean, they're, they're, up they, to the caliber of Mr. T. Well, they're not, yeah, they're not like number one contender types. They're just other fighters that are within the in the pro system that were just not nearly as good. But right. uh, and, and you know, at yeah, so as he's defending his title, Mr. T is starting to build his name. Or or, or what's the character's name? Uh Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang. Uh, I keep saying Mr. T, but it's Clubber Lang. Um, and so he's, he's, his reputation starting to build up. He, he is, he is also kind of a power puncher. Um, and, uh, so it's kind of a good match for, for Rocky and, uh, he is rising in the ranks and Mickey is aware that he's rising in the ranks and Mickey is pretty much afraid of 
Rocky fighting this. He's protecting him. Like he's like he says in Rocky One, I want to protect you. I want to keep you from having to the things that happened to him, you know. Yes. You know, so he's protecting him. And of course, you you, you feel for him, you you understand why he does it, but ultimately it's not helping Rocky. No. Um, you know, so Rocky when Clubber Lang confronts Rocky at a statue ceremony, um, which is, you know, where we talked about earlier, there's a statue in Philadelphia that's still there. Um, it's at the Spectrum Center, I think. I might have gotten I think, moved. It, I I think, think it, it got, got the museum. It, it, got moved, it got moved back and forth over the years. Yeah, but, it did. They actually made three of them, and like one ended up they trying to they tried to sell an auction, and then yeah. one kept being moved from the art museum to the Spectrum and all the places. But it, it's up there now at the at you know at the top of the steps. Yeah. you know the steps where where it's supposed to be. Um, I've seen it. I've been I've been there, and I've I've driven by it. My oh, brother's awesome. taking pictures next to it and all that kind of stuff. Cool, cool. Um, you but know. yeah, Rock, but Clubber Lang yeah confronts him in the in the middle of a yeah. of the ceremony, and uh, it kind of puts Rocky. He's he wants to retire. He's saying he's going to retire, but then of course Clubber Lang's like, oh, no, uh, <laughs> you got to fight me. Uh, yeah, I, I, if I remembered the lines, I would do them right now. For some reason, I can't. I usually can quote any anything from this movie, but um, but yeah, so he he comes out in front of all the reporters and says, hey, you know. You know, of course you're going to retire. You just been fighting all them bums. You know, um, <laughs> you want to fight a real champion, you know. But yeah, um, and Mickey, and this is when Mickey basically says, like, I've been setting you up with, you know. Well, bums. he doesn't say it, but well, he, he said. Well, he, Mickey said tells him that you know you don't have that same, you know, hunger. You don't have the, the eye of the tiger anymore. Yeah, which, which, which we something. need to say. This is where the song "Eye of the Tiger" comes yes, out. Yes, it of. is. Or yes, so. it is. Um, by Survivor, um, which comes later in the movie and. Of course, you know, Rocky accepts the challenge from Clubber Lang. Even though Mickey's against it. And... Mickey's against it, but the, he still trains him. But the thing is, uh, we have the training montage. Uh, this one we get like, well, we see the dual training mont- montages in all the movies, but this one is decidedly different. Yes. You know, Rocky, Rocky is, is Rocky has gone away from his root. He's gone away from his roots, and now that he's made some money, he's, he's, he's kind of almost... Uh, acting like Apollo Creed was in the first movie, yes. um, where he's kind of being more of a showman. He's he's doing a lot more press. He's not training in the right atmospheres. And no, Clubber he, is Clubber is on the streets. He's running. He's doing all this stuff by himself. Yeah, basically. he's like he's lifting weights. He's you know he's he's like a powerhouse. He's he's working yeah. hard. Uh, and w- one thing we have to mention is that in Rocky's personal life, you know, he's moved out of you know the the lower end of philadelphia he's now living in a large house with his son and and adrian and stuff like that so he's living a a more comfortable you know cushy life so he's not living on those mean streets having to fight hard in his life and, anymore and things like that and we, and we should we should we, i meant to we meant to bring it up but of course paulie paulie is a little bitter right now paulie you know he, he starts off the movie get put in jail and uh you know and uh throws a th- you know Throws he, he kills a pinball machine that had Rocky in it. <laughs> but uh, he's just the, he's a he's, he's just really he's a mess. He's a mess. He's always drunk and he's jealous of Rocky's success and not getting that success along with him because you know Paulie doesn't want to work for anything. He just wants to be rich and just wants to feed off of his family. That's that's the whole series. He just wants to- yeah he just rides Rocky's coattails. Yeah yeah, forever. and he tries he's to a- fight him at the beginning of the movie and of course. He, you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, yeah, it's a little ridiculous. 
But um, yeah, so so finally the match comes with Clubber Lang, and right before the match, um, there's a there's little a bit of an is a confrontation, and Mickey uh kind of gets he he he, he kind of like gets a panic attack. He gets pushed into a into a corner, and then is you know kind of goes into cardiac arrest. Yeah, um, and, and there were hints throughout early uh, early parts of the movie where Mickey's health wasn't great. Yeah, you know. We also, yeah, I mean, there, there's been hints since the first movie that his health isn't great. I mean, I mean, he's old. He's like, yeah, he's older. Oh. He, you know, he's, you know, he's he's lived a very long life. He was a former boxer, and yeah. you know, he's, he's getting up there in age, and and you know, he's starting to cough a lot more, but not the the regular coughs like the the lungs are bad coughs like you hear yeah. a lot of older people get who the have hacking. the hacking who have like who've been smoking like all their lives or something like that the hacking coughs like Steven said, and he ends up getting pushed aside and he ends up having a heart attack in the locker room. Yeah, he he goes they put him in the locker room and you know the match is about to start and Mickey says go out there and do it you know, but of course now Rocky's head is in a whole other place and so yeah, he goes he, out there. He, he was already at a disadvantage, and now he's at an even more disadvantage. Yeah, so now he goes out there, and he just fucking gets his ass whooped. Yeah, he, um, he loses <laughs> in the second round. Second round, yeah. Second round knockout. Gets knocked he, starts, out. he starts out pretty good trying to take out this dude, but then he realizes really fast that his his strategy to beat this guy is not going to work because he's, no, not, he, he's, he's not, not strong he's, enough. Well, he's not straight. This guy's stronger than him, so he, he had to go about fighting this guy in a whole other way. And he didn't. And, uh, and he, yeah, so so he loses the match, and he gets back. He gets back to the locker room before Mickey dies, and he has, you know, he talks with Mickey, and right before he dies, and of course, very emotional scene. Um, don't, you uh, don't you go crying on me, Stephen. Ah, uh, sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. Just thinking about it right now. <laughs> you know, Rocky has these, you know. And so then it cuts to a funeral scene, and we get that, and it's it's sad and everything like that. Yeah. Now Rocky so, is depressed and mourning, and and uh, honestly fearful. He's he's yeah. you know you know he his pride has been you know not only did he lose like a father figure of sorts, but he now you know he knows he needs to he has to do something. You know he's got to and and so Apollo comes in with with a with a proposition. Yeah, he, um, he goes back to Mickey's gym, and who's waiting there for him is Apollo Creed. Because yeah. Apollo Creed was the guest commentator during the fight. During and the first fight. he noticed yeah. something. He noticed Rocky wasn't the same fighter that he fought twice. And he didn't have that eye of the tiger. And how that eye of the tiger. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so basically, what happens is, you know, he proposes because he's going to now Apollo's going to train him. I think that's what yes. Stephen was gonna say, but yes. I don't read his mind. And he moved he he moves cross country to Los Angeles. Adrian goes with him. Um, his son stay, I believe, stays back. And yeah. Paulie, of course, goes with him because he fucking has. Always is there. Um, and he's and they and they and he goes kind of has to rebuild himself from the ground up. Yeah, I mean, he's got to He's 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 got to get he's got to get quicker. You know, uh, the thing with Clubber Lang is is just like him. He's a puncher. And it, all you have to do is wear this dude down. You wear this dude down, you'll get him. And so Rocky goes there and starts to train differently. He becomes more of a boxer and not a puncher. Um, he's you know he gets quicker. Um, he slims down a lot more. Yeah, um, I've never seen Stallone look quite as 
svelte as in this movie. Yeah, well, I would say in Rocky Four he he gets even more. He, he in Rocky Four I think he, he even like bulks up. I think more. I think he bulks up a little bit more. Yeah, he's a lot trimmer in this movie. He, he's very lean, and apparently he's the, he's the he, smallest heavyweight I've ever seen. Yeah, he's like a hundred and fifty. Like um, Stallone apparently had a crazy regiment to get to get his his body the way he wanted to get. Apparently, he got his body fat percentage down to like. 2.8 percent 155 pounds and he was like he had a crazy like he would only eat like 10 egg whites and a piece of toast a day and yeah, fruit every third day nah, just nah, crazy nope. crazy things that i would never do nope yeah so so you know but along the way he he's having trouble at first because he's still um mentally is not there um and so him and adrian have this like argument you know or an argument but they have it out and apparently rocky is just afraid He's, he, 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 he really is kind of like mentally scarred by that match. He was really, he was really overmatched in that, in there. And so he's afraid to go back in the ring against the guy and with, and of course not with, and without Mickey too. So he's so many things going on and, you know, Adrian basically tells him, Hey, it's okay to be afraid. I'll be here for you. You know, Apollo's here for you. We'll, you know, just focus on this and you'll get it done. Yeah, um, you got you got great like workout montages once again. And then, yeah, and then some very really great, you know, two guys running on the beach together, I jumping know. into each other's arms. Yeah, because they, the they're, they're racing each other, and then when he, <laughs> yeah, they're frolicking in the in the in the well, surf. Yeah. Very very homoerotic, fantastic. Yeah, very, very very much like Buff Top Man. Gun. Very Top yeah. Gunny. I have to say, Apollo looks look looks in better shape than he did when he was fighting oh, in the first two movies. I think he was he was doing Predator right around that time. Must have been, or or, or Carl Weathers just ripped in general. Well, he's just always that. ripped, man. He, yeah. he his his career started to hit off right after, of course, Rocky movies, and yeah, I mean, he, he's Carl Weathers is awesome. I can't wait until about ten years from there. He, he he's in uh, Billy Madison, or not, <laughs> Billy, not Billy Madison, but uh, um, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, yeah, yeah. Only just begun <laughs> to leave while in promise. Oh, sorry, sorry, got it. Get on a tangent, but um. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, homoerotic montages, and uh, he's ready, man. He's ready. He's got quicker. Yes. He's faster. He's he's strong. He's he's he, he knows how to jab now. Um, he's actually become a, a boxer. boxer. <laughs> yeah. So, instead, so of a, instead of a brawler. And so now you know. Now we're 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 going to the second fight, and of course, uh, Clubber Lang Lang has uh, predicted that uh, the match will have pain in it. Apparently, <laughs> what's your prediction for the match? Pain. Um, so. Uh, the match, we get into the match, and uh, there's an obvious strategy here. Um, he is once again, Rocky is letting this guy punch him. <laughs> yeah, he decides he decides to do the exact opposite of what Apollo was not only training him for, but told him to do, which was you know keep moving, be quick, avoid you know the, taking hits. Yeah, but, but he decides you know, to do he, the opposite. He, he does listen somewhat. He starts out and he's very much in control of the match, but then eventually realizes that he's not going to get this guy until he lets him wear himself out by trying to kill him every punch. So he starts to let him swing at him. And I think he, what defeats him in what three rounds. He decides to start taunting him. Um, Yeah. yeah. And he, he makes it, he make, he tries to get inside of his head, make him vulnerable. And because Clubber Lang is so used to knocking people out. Yeah. Early in the rounds, he, he, he's not used to having to go that long in a, in a, in, in a match. So he just kind of wears out over time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, he, he finally get, he knocks him down and uh, retains the belt. Yes. Yes, he does. 
So, uh, you know, once again, we're all happy happy, now. Happy ending for the Italian stallion. And uh, then at the very end, you kind of get this uh, this little uh, stinger uh, or whatever you want to call it that uh, shows Apollo and 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 Rocky going into this gym by themselves. And apparently they want to do this third fight to see who is the winner overall. But then it ends on a final of them about to punch. And that's how the movie ends. Um, Yeah. And then then Eye of the Tiger kicks in. And the uh the screen turns into like a painting and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. It's very interesting how that fight would be referenced later on in Creed Ooh, because yeah. it's a closed door fight with no witnesses. Nobody really knows. Nobody really knows about it. No one knows, you know, who won or whatever. Um, but uh this is when we make the transition into Perhaps the funnest. Uh, I would say. I would say it's the. It's definitely the. It's not rewatching it too. It's definitely not got a lot of meat on its bones. No, it's sorry. very much. It's very much. Uh, montage, montage. A uh, little bit of talking there. Montage, <laughs> montage. This and then a fight, is, and then fight, fight at the end. Yeah, the movie is. Uh, what's the runtime? Like an hour and a half. It's, or it's so? an hour and a half. It's an hour and a half. And yeah. at least thirty minutes of this movie, maybe longer, is montage. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh montage. yeah. There's not a lot of uh, dialogue. You know, I mean, of course, uh, Ivan Drago himself does not talk. Um, no, you know, I'm really scream. at all. But um, but yeah. So we're going into Rocky Four, of course. Like like the first, the, all the other movies, they recap the last movie, yes. and now. Um, we had this movie where Rocky is going to defeat communism. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we, we, it is 1985. Yes. And we are um, in the the throngs of the Cold War with yes. the USSR, uh, which coincidentally would end a few years later. You know, the USSR collapsing under its own weight. Oh, it's, it's because Rocky defeated it. Oh, clearly. Clearly. Yeah, yeah, clearly. And so, you know, what? we're going to get kind of a political propaganda. Yeah, America basically. Movie wrapped in rocky four yes um and what happens is we're interested to uh, ivan drago he's this russian powerhouse boxer and he make he comes to the united states along with his trainers and you know with the weight and the um support of the soviet union you know he's the ultimate machine you know what i mean they're building them up a boxer that he's perfect athlete and then of course that catches the eye of uh apollo creed who of course just wants a reason to get back in the ring. Right. But not only with that, he has this pride that he wants to, for for not only himself, but for the United States. He wants yes. to get in there and prove that the United States uh, can beat, you know, like you said, the, the, the political nature of this movie. So, so he sets up this exhibition with Ivan Drago. Um, and of course, Stallone, uh, I keep saying his real name, Rocky and Adrian are like, look, ain't you kind of past your prime? Should you really be doing this? And of course, Apollo's like, oh, I'm in the best shape of my life. Look yeah, at me. Yeah, he's look at really me. nonchalant about this. Like, he's yes. he's taking it seriously, but man, he should have really hmm. thought about this a little extra. Well, I mean, I mean, Rocky tells him, he's like, look, should maybe you wait for him to have a couple other fights first and see how this guy fights before you fight him? You don't know anything about him. And uh, so, you know, they he's like, look, just support me, man. Will you come and be in my side? Be in, in, you know, to help, help with the publicity. Yeah, he'll, he's going to train him. He's going to train like, him 
along with uh well not train him he's got his own trainer Yeah, he's got duke the guy he's just just there for the publicity he's like stallone were you i was there for you would you be there for me and you know jump in the corner with me you know help with the with people there people will love seeing you there so he he you know he reluctantly takes it and uh so and it's an exhibition match it's not a an official boxing match yeah for i think it's for charity or something and Apollo shows up to this thing oh, as if yes. it's the circus. <laughs> dan, dan, dan. James Brown, guys. James, James Brown. Brown. Whole opening of James Brown. Once again, a musical slash montage type of uh, part of the movie. Yeah, um, it's uh, he, he, you know, living in a, you know, living in America. America. And then yeah. he's got like dancing girls and all kinds of stuff. He's got awesome. the red, white, and blue regalia on the hat and I all feel kinds good. of stuff. Yeah, and and Apollo just you know dancing his way dancing to the around and, American flags everywhere, and Ivan um, uh, uh, Drago and his wife, who was portrayed by Bridget Nielsen, who was I believe married to Rocky at the time, or they were a couple or something like that. Actually, Stallone, not Rocky this time. Oh man, we're getting uh, we're getting. <laughs> I know, <stuff>. right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, and so and they they they're like, this is ridiculous. I came here to box, not to. Yeah, he's just to, like, like Ivan Drago is just kind of like in awe of what's going on around him. He's like, what the fuck is this shit? You know, just like, I mean, but so, you know, finally, uh, after uh, all the uh, announcers have said, you know, uh, they had like 50 names for Apollo Creed, the master of disaster, the king of sting, the count of Monte Crisco, the one, the only Apollo, you know, like he has like 20 names, you know? And uh, so, you know, they get the, you know, he's messing with his hair. And so they start to fight and Apollo's doing his thing. He's bouncing around the ring, but then suddenly Avon, you know, and this is the thing you realize in a lot of these fights, whenever the manager or the, uh, the trainer says something to their fighter, it kind of sparks the fighter to do something. So like the manager would be like, he says something in Russian. And then of course, Avon Drago listens and then he's like, and he like starts to kill whoever the opponent opponent is. So, right. uh, you know, the, yeah, I mean, uh, he just starts to take, Apollo out. He's so overmatched. And then, you know, they get through the first round and, uh, you know, Tony Burton play uh, Duke uh, as the character's name is uh, uh, Apollo's trainer. Um, is like, this is supposed to be an exhibition. Yeah. Throw the damn towel. He's, he's, no, that's later, but he's, he's spitting oh. everywhere. He's spitting everywhere. Um, and he's like, you know, Apollo's like, don't stop the match. He's like, whatever yeah, you after, do, don't stop after the, match. the first round. They were like, yeah, yeah we're going to stop this because it's, like, it's an exhibition. And, and, Ivan Drago is going full tilt. He's, he's going, going he's, he's gonna kill this guy. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> dialing it up to eleven. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, he's spinal tapping this shit. So, <laughs> so yeah, so he's like, look, I don't give a shit. I got to do this match. He's like, he's like, don't you stop this match? I'll kill you. Um, so you know, go into the second round. Once again, is just completely overmatched, and to the point where they're saying stop the fight. Still, uh, Rocky's got the towel in his hand. Doesn't do it quick enough, and Rocky uh, Apollo is knocked down to the floor, and he's not really moving. So everybody storms the ring, and apparently Apollo dies, or as Avon Drago says, "If he dies, he dies." So. One of his not many lines in this movie. If he dies, yes. he dies. So they have that look, and you know, uh, still uh, the ominous music's yeah. playing. Still, I almost said it again. Yeah, uh, Rocky, I'm doing it too, man. Rocky is over, you know, he's they're one over, in the same, they're one in the same. Yeah, he's <laughs> over the body of Apollo Creed and he's looking up at Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago is looking up at him, and you know, these two I are de- get I defeat real champion. Yeah, 
These two yeah. are about to get in a fight. Um, yeah. And of course, this leads to um, Apollo's so, funeral. Uh, this leads to Balboa wanting to fight Ivan Drago. Revenge, of course. And and there's certain stipulations. Um, it, the fight has to be in Russia. It's going to be on Christmas Eve. Um, so, of and of course... So, and of course, so, and of course so, Adrian so, doesn't. Adrian doesn't want him to do it. Okay, you just, Rocky, she yeah, just saw Apollo Creed get killed by this guy. Yeah, I mean, God, I mean, Rocky, you got to be stupid. <laughs> yeah, you got to be crazy to want to fight this guy. Also, Rocky at this point, this was you know sometime after fighting Clubber Lang and 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 whatnot. It's it he. He shouldn't fight Drago, but he takes the he takes the fight anyways. This is about this is about this is a personal. It's become personal. It's an unsanctioned fight. It's not for the belt. It's not for no. anything like that. Um, and he's not even making money. He's not right. making money for it, which no. is stupid. <laughs> I would I would ask for I would have asked for a little bit of money. Yeah. But um yeah so yeah so he decides to do it even though Adrian obviously doesn't want it to happen and uh you know says goodbye to his kid which eerily let me tell you this. Eerily, the kid that that is in Rocky Four that plays his son looks exactly like me at that age. I'm not even That's kidding. Scary. I think it's me, but my parents decided not to tell me. They kept the money for themselves, and I'm I'm just going to assume that that's me under a different name. Yeah, I think they they brainwashed it out of you afterwards. Yeah, all the memories. I don't remember. That. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure that's me. Right. So, anywho, Adrian stays behind. Because she doesn't doesn't want oh, to support, Rocky and this and leads to another montage. Um, oh, Rocky's going through tunnels, uh, and he sees like, oh no, yeah, he's we're not indestructible, <laughs> baby, better get that straight. He sees Apollo like falling and dying, and Drago, oh. and he's like, scary. Oh, so much, so many, oh, it's much, so, such a great montage. I gotta talk about this because <laughs> um, uh, Bill Conti did not do the music for this movie. No. Uh, first time since the beginning of Bill Conti. And what we get in this movie is it, you can tell you're in the 80s if you watch this movie. This movie is yes. so quintessentially 80s for its music, um, which makes it stick out for me in the Rocky franchise as being the most, um, you know, part of its time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can watch Rocky 1, 2, and 3, I think for the most part are a little uh, timeless. Granted, you do have like Thunder Lips in the third movie. Like, <laughs> we Hulk completely Hogan. forgot about him. I know. We completely, <laughs> I just remember that now. And anywho, but it, it, but this movie's so 80s with its music, it, with yes. the montages. Oh my goodness. And I love uh, it. I love it. It's so great because the montages are amazing. This movie, the music, like I was saying, is done by Vince uh, DeCola. And he kind of filters this movie with a lot of great music, like Hearts on Fire. And... Oh, let's, uh, let's, not go, let's not get that far ahead. We'll oh, to... but I mean the music. Like, Kenny I, I know, Rock, I know, man. But great. yeah, we got this oh. song. We got this song. And it leads, we're in Russia. We're yeah, in Russia, he, man. he goes to Russia and he brings, uh, of course, Paulie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> got to bring Paulie with him. I thought he was going on vacation. He's like, what did he <laughs> What do you do? Grow deer out here? Reindeer out here or something? Like, they, and they go and, and they bring um they bring uh, Duke, Apollo Duke. Trainer Duke. Yeah, yeah. Who, who's actually in all... You know, he's in the first six movies, I believe. He's or, he's not in the fifth one, uh, but I he is he in was. the... He's in the Anywho. sixth one. He's, okay. he's not... Yeah. Anywho, um, so they, it's just them two, and they basically go to a, a log cabin in the... Russian woods somewhere. It's basically where it is. It's well, snow. It's cold. It's yes. freezing. There's no workout equipment. Rocky's uh, basically when and when they get there, wood. 
let me tell you right let me tell you right now after that one montage of the tunnel and all the flashbacks and they have a couple scenes and they go to russia that leads to another song <laughs> two worlds collide revelations it's a primitive i'm gonna tell you all these songs guys so that's Dude. another song it's there and then yeah they go to the cabin and then we get this like cross montage of the two different styles of training once again rocky's in the snow and he's going hardcore he's he's running up mountains um and uh in the snow that's like 20 feet deep and uh you know and then oh, you great. know drago's like using the technology he's using the technical stuff and of course he's doping no oh, he's, he's, get, he's getting those roids getting them roids yeah. in him um so yeah i mean you see the two guys you know and it ends with rocky on a mountaintop saying drago i mean it's oh epic. that's one of that's one of my favorite scenes in epic. the rocky franchise because it's so unnecessarily epic but i love it so much yeah just you know you, you you that feeling of accomplishment where it's kind of a universal feeling where you know yeah. you climb the mountain you know oh that's so I'm, great I'm with the oh you know oh. Yeah. you just every time you every time you say that i don't care where you are or what you're doing you always clench your fist in in like some serious anger oh yeah i'm, I'm always angry with that the, the oh, scene always it's so great but, this is the, but, this is um and then I believe there's a break in the montage. Well, it, st it stops. Yeah. And Adrian and then, and then Adrian shows up and they reconcile. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I'm always uh, I'm with you. Always. You know, right. something like that. And something then, like that. Yeah. And then we kick in back into another montage. song, which is Hearts on Fire. Oh, what a song. And, uh, and I'll tell you what. Stallone never looked sexier in this <laughs> in this movie. He had the beard going, yes. um, and he had the muscles that he was gaining from doing like Rambo movies. He was doing like the Rambo movies. Yeah, we forgot so, that he he was an action star in the eighties as well. He was the man. He was the man, and uh, so he's like he's like lifting up like big uh, like uh, like logs, <laughs> log, like logs. But he was like putting them in. He, they were like in a wagon. Yeah, it was like a wheelbarrow. Yeah, and, wheel, a big wheelbarrow. They're in it. He's just lifting it. Oh, and, and he was doing those sit-ups, like in in the rafters. In the rafters, where he's, he's like his legs are like on like being held by Duke or somebody. You know, yeah, ain't doing nothing. And, Paulie ain't doing, he's just drinking. <laughs> he's just, and he's listening he just, to Alvin and the Chipmunks or yeah, something. Yeah, and, and he's just like lifting. He's just you know doing those sit-ups, just crazy stuff. And the darkest bleeds into your soul. Oh, so majestic. So, so fucking good. Um. So yeah. So we get then, through this. I believe yeah. the montage ends with he's got the picture of Drago next to the mirror. This isn't the one when he crumbles it. Yeah, uh, yeah beautiful. Yeah. It's great. Um, but stuff. he does shave his beard in time for the fight. Got to look he presentable. Does. Yeah. Um, and we get to the match, and it, we, what is interesting is we're kind of just skimming through it. But honestly, that's literally the yeah, movie. We, it's we told you the movie. montage. It's a lot of montages. And <laughs> Outside so we, of the first, you know, when, when he's with Apollo. It's pretty much just montage when he's in Russia. Yeah, um, oh yeah. And we get to the fight, which is basically the last half hour of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fight. yeah. And, 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 and we have to say, Drago took a lesson from Apollo and had his own little opening. Yes, in almost a mocking type manner, but it's it's not quite as exciting as James Brown. It's they didn't get more... James Brown. They didn't get anybody. They didn't. You didn't get anybody. But it's it's a big poster of him that gets lifted up, and they have like the. It sounds like the national anthem or something being played as as that's happening. It's, um, yeah, and you know, Drago gives him kind of a look like, <laughs> look at what I did, um, um <laughs> but yeah, Rocky's in great shape. Uh, Drago looks, you know, they're both ready to go, and uh. They go to war, man. Um, they do go to war. They go, they fight for a while. Um, and what and what is interesting is is 
Drago is built up as being this unbeatable machine. Yeah, I, like he's not human. Yeah, and, yeah. And in the second, I want to say the second or third round, yeah. Rocky cuts him. He finally and, gets and it. Well, cut. I, I think I think this is the biggest contribution Paulie has ever had in the series, which is when Rocky comes back to him and he says, "I see three of them out there," and he's like, "Hit the one in the middle." I'm like, Paul, Paulie actually did something right here. He's like, yeah, hit the one in the middle. Yeah. So then after he tells him that, he goes and he actually gets him in that round. He cuts him. So then that kind of takes the mental the mental aspect of thinking he's indestructible out. And now he's he's more vulnerable, and now he's able to really fight him. Yeah, and, um, and Drago's starting to realize this guy's not a pushover. He's not. He's like a piece of iron. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to mention that. He's like a piece, but he says it in Russian, of course. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. Subtitles for all of us. I can't speak Russian. And the idea is that, you know, Rocky's up to his old, his old fighting ways where you're just taking hits. (laughs) You know what I mean? Taking hits. Um, And it goes through a montage of rounds. Yeah, round after round, montage. Of each other. Uh, You Um, know, he's not human. He's like a piece of iron, like we said. Um, it's and, and, and it just goes, it goes for like a dozen rounds. It goes for a while. And what we realize and, is is now Rocky's winning over the Russian crowd. Yeah, <laughs> which doesn't make it. Which I guess doesn't make any sense. He hasn't sure, lost. I mean, Drago hasn't lost yet. Yeah, I know Drago's not losing. Like he's not getting his butt kicked or anything. He's it's just, pretty equal. It's pretty equal. Yeah. yeah. It's so yeah. anywho. I mean, you want to just cut to the end where Rocky yeah, ends up. Yeah. Rocky wins. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky wins. I mean, I mean, finally, you know, Rocky, you know, wears him down enough. He knocks him out and knocks him down, and and uh, then we get to the great, another great speech where oh, he, like, he sing, he single handedly ends the Cold War with this speech. He, he, d- he ends the Cold War, so he's he's like, look, basically, like I've seen a lot of changes. He's like, he's like, look, it's like, is it what I'm trying to say is if I can change, and you can change. We all can change. And then like everybody starts clapping. And of course the Russian premier people, they're just like, they slowly step up and they're like, yeah, you know what? He's you're right. right. You're right. Let's end the war. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? He's right. This last 40 years or so has been just complete. Nothing. nothing. Stupid. You know, the whole building up of nuclear arms and almost busting out into nuclear war. If you put a few part, a few parts, the whole space race, nonsense, nonsense, yeah. nonsense. We have to end this. We have to end it. And let me point out something to you. Drago is probably the hardest fight he has in the whole series. He doesn't nearly look as beat up as when he was f- fighting Apollo. Apollo beats the shit out. Like, his face right. is like pizza. And yeah. but, in, but in this match, he doesn't nearly look as beat up. And he got hit no, a lot he harder. He doesn't. <laughs> um, what is interesting, during the match, they cut back to uh, his son and, like, his friend watching the match on TV. And... This is one of the funniest things I think in the whole franchise. The only person that we can assume that's watching these kids is the robot. That's Paulie's. Ah, yeah, robot. we forgot about remember, the robot. Remember Paulie's robot. <clears throat> Absolutely crazy. I forgot what the robot's name is called. I know it has a name, but we see it earlier in the movie. And like, I don't know. It says, <laughs> it's, like, a birthday, I, it's a birthday mm-hmm. present for Paulie. Yeah, and and it's like he wanted like, a I, sports car. He wanted a sports car, and he got a robot, <laughs> and it became yeah, his like and, girlfriend. So. Yeah, and it's got. I think it has like a Santa Claus hat on because it's Christmas time. And yeah, this and is like, a Christmas. This is a Christmas movie. Apparently, it's a Christmas movie. Apparently, um, and apparently that's the thing that's like supervising these kids because there's no babysitter there that we know of. I, and there's All two of, friends. I don't know who these friends are. You know, I don't know who these kids are. Yeah. Um, but then this leads us to the, the end. The uh, the end of the Not franchise. the end. <laughs> Not the end of the franchise. Almost the end of the franchise. Could have been the end of the franchise. 
Um, we could literally skip over this movie and not miss out on anything, really. Not really. But let's go over this nonsense uh, while we can. So it is now it is now 1990. We have Rocky Five. Um, I'm already alive during this time, so this is during my I'm, lifetime. I'm one year old. I I'm three around this time, and I have I remember seeing this movie, probably renting it on VHS. Remember when it, maybe it was on TV? I don't really know. But now Rocky uh, opens up. It, Rocky comes back well, from well, Russia well, and all that kind direct, of stuff. This is directed by John G. Albertson. Yeah, original director comes back. Stallone is still writing the scripts for this movie. Um, he wrote he wrote the scripts for the other ones as well. Um, and man, this movie's a turd. But uh, let's get it right. Uh, uh, so uh, yeah, Rocky, so it starts Rocky, off once again recap of four, and now it's right after four where he's in the he's in the locker room. He's and he's not feeling right. He's he's shaking. He calls for Adrian. Apparently, he can't stop shaking. So then they go to the doctors and find out that he's got brain damage. Yes been hit so many times uh it's a common thing and of course at this time in 1990 the stuff we know about like damage to the brain of athletes like football players and stuff isn't a thing yet so you know we don't know much about it we don't you know so they don't have all the we we do know that boxers of all the athletes suffer brain damage oh yeah obviously like you never hear punch drunk uh uh uh, boxers who've basically been hit so many times they now have mental um problems because of it yeah and what is interesting is that probably that whole detached retina thing from after the first movie got completely ignored for the rest of the series well but, yeah um so now he yeah he's got he's, he's got to retire he's got to retire got retired got uh, but of yeah. course there's another fighter that wants a shot at the title yeah. union kane um <laughs> union kane. Great, great 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 name though i like yes. the union kane but and there's this promoter there's an antagonistic promoter yes um uh, which I can't think of his name. What is his I'm name? I'm going to look it up because it's it's here and it's kind of funny. Uh, he's basically a Don King. He's style. a Don King without the he, hair. His name is George Washington Duke. Duke. Yes, George Washington Duke here. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's Don King. If you don't know who Don King is, famous promoter in, in real life boxing profession and whatnot. Always yeah. remembered for his crazy hair and... Yeah, so he, so so Rocky comes just comes off the plane from stopping the Cold War, and uh, and then <laughs> the first thing that happens is 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 George Washington Duke with Union came come up and challenge him to a, a match, and I'm just like, what the fuck? He's like, you just got done fight. Even the reporters are like, he just got done <laughs> fighting the Cold War, ending the Cold War, <laughs> and here you are already bothering him like what damn give him give him some and and he's trying to retire right now he's really literally in the middle of trying to retire um he which is twice that's happened he tried to do it in the third movie too and he got stopped um so once again somebody pulls him back in um and uh so but he's 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 retiring he's done um but these guys are not going to have it this george washington duke is like we're going to figure out a way to get rocky back in the ring but so rocky goes back and un- unfortunately, uh, this is Paulie at his best okay. here. Paulie apparently uh, allowed some accountant to sign off on some kind of deal with who who owned the money, the estate. Ba- yeah, basically, yeah. what happened is Paulie, in his infinite wisdom, got Rocky at some point. We never saw it. It's just it's it's a it's a plot device contrivance, whatever. Yeah. Where he signed over power of attorney to this accountant we never met Um, and the accountant in turn made all kind of really bad business deals with rocky's money 
Um, lost him millions. Lost him millions. Lost him basically all of his money. Yes. So Rocky he, now has he's he he also apparently Rocky didn't pay taxes for like six years. Oh yeah, yeah. Stuff That's like it. that. So he owes back taxes. He's in debt. Um, it's it's. I hate it. I hate that it's plot so point. Dumb. It's so dumb, and it's only there as a. I mean, as an it makes it makes you think Adrian's an idiot too. It's like I mean, look, she's we know she's smart. How does she let that happen? How how, how would how Adrian not pay taxes for six years? I know I can see Rocky not doing it. Yeah, Adrian, I, come on. How does she not? Yeah, I mean, come on now. And also, why would you ever listen to, to Paulie? How did Paulie get it? How did Paulie get this information? How did how how did, how, how did Paulie ever get access to? Anything in paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, anyway, so the, it's only to build, used as an excuse to get Rocky back to Philadelphia and get him back to his yeah. roots. And they end up having to move back to the old neighborhood yeah. um, in Philadelphia. She, uh, uh, Adrian ends up going back to work at the the, the pet shop at, from the first movie. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's a calm down. And then... And, and then Rocky still owns the gym because it was left Rocky, to him by Mickey. Yeah, Rocky's so, re gonna reopen Mickey's Mickey's yeah. gym. Um which to me, honestly, oh. is like, what the fuck is Rocky doing? He had that gym, but he didn't find a way to keep it running when he was a millionaire. Like, yeah, what the hell was he doing? And now he's gonna do it now that he has no money. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things about this movie that make no sense. Yeah. Um and like we said, uh, he he was gonna fight that that kid Union Kane can't fight him because of the brain damage retires, uh, and then Union Kane ends up. Uh, he end up well, well, Rocky ended up when he retired. He had to forfeit the belt and all that kind of. So the belt's up for grabs, and yeah. Union Kane ends up getting it, whatever. But yeah. in, in the meantime, um, this kid Tommy Gunn shows up, and Rocky starts training him. Yes. Rocky starts, you know, this kid, he he's very similar to Rocky. He's a brawler. He's a power puncher. He's from Oklahoma, though. He's from Oklahoma. <laughs> he, yeah, the um the person who played him is a real was a real life boxer. Yes. Um there was a bunch of real life boxers. He, he, he was called the Great White Hope, apparently. <laughs> very racist. Yeah, very yeah, really. He was a white boxer in a in a field of a lot of African American boxers, so that's why they called him that. Oh, all right. Yeah, but anyway, um, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, he, no. <laughs> uh, so Rocky trains him, the kid, and he and he ends up starts starts winning matches and all that kind of stuff. And Rocky uh, finds a new purpose in life, which is training. You know what I yeah. mean? Instead I, of I, instead I, of focusing oh. on his family, yeah, he, he 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 gets very vain and only wants to find happy. He wants he's using Tommy Gunn as a way to continue his his boxing career. You know, he's he has a he, he's he's got a pride with that. And because he couldn't end on his own terms, he decides to continue his career through Tommy instead of passing on anything to his son or worrying about that stuff. Um, right. He's living so. vicariously through him. Yes. Yeah. Meanwhile, his son is is you know is now getting, he's getting used to a new what, school. What is um, interesting which, is you know he's a teenager now, going through the teenage stuff, going to yeah. a new school. He you and, know, and kids me, picking on him and stuff. Let and, me let me bring this up. The kid ages a lot through yeah, yeah, through through the third the, from the fourth movie to the, the the fifth movie. He's he's gained like three or four years or something. Yeah, maybe that's how long like maybe that's how long Rocky was gone. <laughs> because it's it's Sage Stallone. It's Rocky's son. Yeah. And again, but you know, the kid is five years older, so he's a teenager. <laughs> so instead of recasting, Stone's like, ah, screw it. <laughs> ah, whatever. <laughs> so, whatever. You know, I mean, granted, work. it is literally right after the events of Rocky Four. It's not like, 
a few years have passed and all this kind of stuff. No, it's because that kid happened. in Rocky Four was not a teenager. No, no, he, he was, was he was like twelve. He was like eleven or twelve or something. Was, yeah, he was like eight. ten, maybe, maybe eight or ten. Yeah. Um, and so the kids had getting picked on in school, and and he's feeling neglected by his dad. So he starts like running with the wrong crowd, and by the wrong crowd, I mean like teenage punks. You know, kids who wear leather jackets and smoke cigarettes and long earrings that they got where they they got the earrings and yeah. stuff it's not it's not it's not really serious juvenile delinquency but it's what it is he's obviously changed a lot from being the kind of like artsy fartsy type of kid you know he does a lot of drawings and stuff like that into this kind of like hooligan where he just goes and hang around starts to smoke um, yeah that's about as far as it goes um yeah he's not <laughs> And it's like cigarettes. It's not like marijuana or no, something no, like no. that. Or I don't even know if the kid drinks alcohol. I'm not even a kid. I honestly did not rewatch this movie for this. Um, <laughs> I don't recommend people to watch this movie at all. Honestly, all you need to know is is Rocky moves back to Philadelphia. Um, that's it. Yeah, That's all well, you need to know to watch Rocky. Loses his money. He loses his money, goes back to Philadelphia, trains Tommy Gunn. Tommy Gunn gets success, but he wants the title shot, and Rocky isn't ready to give it to him. Get it, he's not ready, right. thinks he's not ready yet. Not ready. So then, so then uh, uh, George Washington Duke finds a way to separate them by, you know, giving him a title shot. And Tommy Gunn, you know, goes leaves Rocky, goes, yeah, leaves Rocky, yeah. goes yeah. with George Washington Duke, and they. They, they, he wins the championship. Tommy I'll, say, the I'll championship. say this though, as much as I don't like this movie, there's a few good scenes in it. Um, oh yeah, there's some good there's, stuff. There's in a here. great yeah. scene of Rocky uh, remembering Mickey um, in the gym, uh, yeah. you know, talking with him. Uh, Get you know, off, you son of a bitch! Yeah, you know, and, yeah, that pops up at the end. That is pops up at the end as well. But there's a great scene uh, after Tommy leaves uh, and goes off with uh, what's the name Duke to. Um, it, for the title match and stuff, and then Talia Shire's Adrian basically says, "You know, you're losing your family. You're lo what about your son Rocky? You're, you know, you're not, you, you're not paying attention to him and stuff like that." And, yeah. and that's when Rocky reconciles with his with his son, and Duke ends up and uh, Tommy Gunn ends up winning the championship, uh, the heavyweight belt, and and people kind of don't like him. That you know what I mean? People, yeah. And what is it, the interesting thing with um, Union Kane is that people didn't uh, really uh, see him as a real champion either. They That's just, he, he, he didn't beat anybody really to get it. He didn't beat a champion to get it. He just no. got it from, you know, they call him a paper champion, you know, he yeah, just yeah. got it based off of, you know, but what is he going to do? I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not like, his fault. Yeah, and then that's kind of why he wanted to fight Rocky, essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, then, so, so, so now and, Tommy and Gunn's people, pissed people off. We're saying because, the same thing about Tommy Gunn, you know. Yeah, Tommy Gunn uh, is kind of in the shadow of, of, of Rocky. Uh, because you know they think that it, it was his training more than it was Tommy Gunn himself that you know and, and when they realized that Rocky was separated from Tommy Gunn now they're all against him because of course they love Rocky oh yeah so, yeah, yeah they love they love Rocky's still a hero he's yeah still he's a, a hero, hero to everybody um, and so Tommy decide Tommy and uh, what's his name want to challenge Rocky to a fight so they go they go to Philadelphia they they <laughs> confront them at a bar and 
and the Rocky's like, yeah, my ring's outside, and they have a street fight. Oh, I love. See, I will say mm. that that's a great line. My ring's outside. Yeah. So, <laughs> which yeah. which is interesting because Rocky's been fighting inside a real ring this whole time. But I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. but it brings the if anything, the one the one thing the film does is bring Rocky literally back to his roots in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Fight, they have a street they fight. They have it out. Um, yeah, and of Rocky course, by the him. end of it, Rocky beats him. Um, and of course, you know, there's suddenly a television crew there that's filming the whole fight. While I think they, they bring the crew with them. Yeah, yeah, like, they, yeah. They Duke, George Washington Duke brings it with him. Yeah, because he wants yeah. to pressure Rocky into into a, a, a fight, you know, a real boxing match. Yeah. Um, and so, so, so Rocky ends up winning. Uh, but yeah. what is in, what is interesting is the the original ending of this movie. Rocky was supposed to die in that yeah. street fight. And Adrian would huh. be like, like cradling his dead body. And while they were making the movie, that was the ending that they were all intentionally huh. going for. And then it was rewritten, I think, while oh. they were making the movie. Well, yeah, Stallone, Stallone rewrote it because he, the idea was that, you know, Rocky can't die. Rocky is a symbol of perseverance and continuation yeah. and, you know, stamina and all that. Once kind again, of stuff. they can't help themselves with, without going with the more inspirational ending like they did with the first movie where they were initially going to had him you know initially he in the in original ending for the first rocky he was going to quit boxing yes at the end which you know and so like i said a more cynical ending but then they went with the more inspirational a more, ending a more he, finite ending yeah yeah so so it, it, it changed the whole meaning of the whole movie but in this movie once again yeah i mean they didn't want to do a finale they wanted to keep it open for more sequels of course too but um uh, you know they yeah, so you know, instead it ends with him beating up Tommy Gunn, and you know, he also gives one good little punch to George Washington Duke. Also, yeah, he's hey, like, "Don't touch me, I'll sue." Touch me and I'll sue. Touch sue me and I'll sue. <laughs> sue me for what? I'll have any money. I'll have nothing. <laughs> but, uh, uh, that's how it ends. Yeah, he's in the street. People call it Rocky, you know, Rocky, Rocky, and, Rocky, you, know, and you, know. you know, that's uh, that's basically the end of the series. Uh, people don't go. really like it. Laughing that's in. it. That's it. And then, and then, and then it's not the end. And it's... then it's 2006. Welcome to the new millennium, everyone. It is 16 years later, 2006, the mid aughts, as the kids say now. And we've got another Rocky movie. And, and Rocky's and Rocky, Rocky is back in the ring. <laughs> you know, and, and it's weird because what like he it was 1976 in the first Rocky, and he was 30 years old already as a fighter in that movie. Yes. Um, so technically now he would be in his 50s. 70? He would be 70. 30. He's 30 in 1976. So 40 years later? No, it was um thirty years uh, later. Thirty no, years later. 30, so he's he's fifty. Yeah. No, he's sixty. Uh, he's sixty. In in the movies, they make uh, they give his his age. I want to say he's in his late fifties in Rocky Balboa. I think they mention him being in his late fifties. Well, he's got to be. He's, if it's two thousand six and the first movie's in seventy six, that's thirty years later. Yeah, so continu ten, continuity ten, in the Rocky world. Oh, it's not good. Really, it doesn't so ten, really exist. Let's just say he's fifty eight, fifty nine, sixty. Yeah, so he's, say he's old. He's, he's old. There. He's a Anywho, but we are. This I movie, like this, this movie. This movie is called Rocky Balboa. Yeah, and the reason why Stallone did this movie is he did not like Rocky Five. Rocky <laughs> Five is considered the worst movie. Um, it's a stain on the Rocky franchise. He hates it. He doesn't like it. He doesn't even. Um, yeah. So, so he got, he needed another Rocky movie to erase that one to really end the Rocky franchise in a proper, more yeah, and positive way. I, I will say this is definitely a, it's definitely a better 
a better movie. But oh, honest, but but I I still don't really love this movie. Um, I, 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 I like I think, it a lot. I think it inherently I, like it I think it inherently is just kind of dumb because because of oh. the because of the ridiculousness of the situation. It's oh the, yeah, it, the whole situation is yeah. ridiculous. I'll I'll say this: the idea of Rocky having to go back in the ring at his as hit as his advanced age is really hokey. And the reason they get into the fight in the first place with the character is stupid too. I'll the say this though: the simulation, are, the, the simulation thing, thing is dumb. Yeah, the things that I really like about this movie is kind of separate from that. I like how this movie really um, uh, pays homage, pays loving respect to the sure. legacy of Rocky. Literally, you know, um, there's all kind of references to the previous films, completely negating Rocky Five, of course. <laughs> they, they literally do. There's nothing obviously in- that brain damage didn't stick around. <laughs> no, 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 it didn't. What is interesting is reading the you know reading up on this movie. Uh, you know, Stallone did did his research. He 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 learned about you know brain damage with boxers and stuff like that. And he said like, um, uh, the, the condition that Rocky could have had would would have been misdiagnosed as permanent brain damage, but would just es- essentially be like mild brain damage, where it was basically <laughs> be just a a a, a, a an elongated uh, concussion, where he would just have yeah. a concussion for a very long time, the bruising of the brain and stuff like that. So so Rocky would be okay to fight in. Rocky Whatever. Balboa, Whatever. regardless of his advanced advanced age, um, and what is interesting is 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 just seeing the movie and seeing where Rocky is at this point of his life. I think is fascinating. He's still in Philadelphia. Uh, what we learn is that Adrian has passed away from cancer. I believe four years before yeah. the events in this movie. Paulie's still around. Uh, his son is now grown, played by. Uh, Milo Ventimiglia, who is similar to uh, Stallone, had that same medical yeah, yeah. nerve condition in his face, um, and and he's opened up a restaurant called Adrian's, where Adrian's. they they uh they it's an Italian cuisine place, uh, and on the, and on the wall there's like you know pictures of Rocky and the fights and there's you know a mural yeah. of the fight with yeah Rock, you know, Rocky stuff like Rocky, that. Rocky spends his time you know uh, it's with- like a it's like a hard rock cafe. But for Rocky Balboa, for Rocky, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I would love to go there one day. It's very interesting how uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Planet Hollywood. That that's you yes. know that restaurant chain, which is basically Hard Rock for movies. I believe Stallone was one of the people who like started started those things. So oh, okay. the way this restaurant's kind of like that for Rocky Balboa, and and he so he's living his life there, and of course he's not boxing anymore or anything like that. Um, and like Steven but, said, there's this. There's this young boxer coming up, and he well, he's, the he's kind of a hothead. He's already the champion. He's the yeah, champion. he's already the champion. He's yeah. and the thing is, people hate him. People don't like him because he can, maybe he's Mason, too cocky. Mason, Mason the Line Dixon. Mason the Line Dixon, who was a you know, you know, it's a made up exactly. name, but the, the the guy who plays him is a, a real life boxer at the time, and basically, I think like ESPN runs this simulation of you know what would happen if. <laughs> He, if Rocky Balboa was in his prime, what would happen if these two guys fought each other? And it turns out that their simulation came up with, oh, Rocky would KO him. And I don't remember, I don't remember how many rounds or whatever. Basically, Rocky would win. And this doesn't do anything um, to boost this young man's confidence or make him look more uh, positive in people's eyes because people already don't like him because they don't think he's, 
he's for a you know real competitors or whatnot the usual stuff and and of course this this leads to him wanting to challenge the modern day rocky well, I mean, Balboa honestly, it's fight. more it's more his promoters his promoters his, promoters, look, his promoters I mean, look at it as and it's not like george washington duke where it's like ridiculous and he's over no. he's over he's a caricature uh he the, these guys are very much about the business of it they're like look right. it's a good deal for everybody you know get in here you know but before that of course rocky has to get his license um yes. he's, he's obviously he's old he's he hasn't had his boxing license for a while so he's got to go and fight to get his license back and so he he goes to the board he, he does all the tests and passes them all but then they still neg negate his his boxing license because they find that they have to have a responsibility to not let this guy get killed yeah and it's rocky's a liability like, yeah it's a liability and rocky's like look <laughs> why are you trying to stop me from being what i want to be and doing what i want to do you know so he says something like that and he talks about the bill of rights yeah it's a great it's a great speech it's a nice uh, little speech. It, it's, it's pursuit great. of happiness you know stuff like that yeah um and and another <laughs> underlying thing uh, uh plot line in this movie is his relationship with his son is somewhat complicated uh not due to really not not like rocky five nonsense complicated no. but like uh, the, uh his son feels he, like he's living in his he's shadow living in his father's shadow and there's really nothing rock can do about that because rocky is who he, he is. is his legacy yeah. is there or whatever he he can't help the way people view him or view his son because of him or anything like that well he's obviously successful without his father he's very yeah he has smart a job, he has a job and stuff like that but his job is it, it doesn't look like a happy job it looks he's like a corporate very, yeah. gig you know what i mean where like you know he's like an underling for some dude who like you know uh chews him out for you know being late whatever, and whatever yeah, he, late well obviously he's, he's you know a little I mean? bit of a Maybe he just kind of sucks at his job a little bit, but you know, who knows? We're not really giving a lot of context there. No. But the one thing we do uh, get in this movie, I think, is one of my favorite scenes oh, in yeah. the Rocky franchise. One of my favorite scenes in actually all of film in general is the scene that he tells his son, you know, basically because his son just chews him out after he decides to fight this this battle he's like you know what this is going to do to me you know what this is going to you know i i i can barely live now because i'm suffocating because of who living in your shadow he's being he's just, being don't, don't he's fight being this very man. he's being very selfish about his feelings right. he's not trying to understand where his father's coming from that he needs to do this to you know you know Rocky's been alone you know his mother died his son doesn't come around as much anymore he needs something to to bring back, you know, his motivation in general to live in general. Yes, you know, you know. He, needs, he needs something to live for essentially. Yeah, yeah. And all he all he knows how to do is box, basically. That's the only thing he's good at. Yeah. But he has actually become a rather successful, you know, entrepreneur when it comes to sure, Adrian's. Sure. Um, yeah. And he this this speech I can't do it word for word, but basically the heart of it is, you know, um, you know, basically. You know, life isn't going to go your way. You know, life is in sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, li the life is all sunshine and rainbows. It's not about how hard you hit; it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. You know what I mean? And this idea of translating, you know, sports to real life or translating boxing to real life. You know, you know, ap applying those two things are is a very powerful theme throughout the rocky franchise yeah. and that's kind of one of the things i really love about this movie is solidifying that fact that 
you know, what is playing out in the ring and playing out in Rocky's life are, can be are simultaneous. They can be one in the same. And that can be the real thing for many people's life, not necessarily boxing, of course, but everybody goes to their own battles. Everybody sure. fights their own fights. And, you know, life is tough for many people. Life is tough in general. Life, you know, there is no greater threat, uh, greater journey or greater adventure we go through than or tougher adventure than life. You know what I mean? We all go through it and we all take hits and we all have to keep moving forward. That's how it really is. It's a really powerful, powerful scene. And he, and he really makes him feel dumb because his fight is just that he's he's a little insecure. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, yeah, basically he's insecure about himself because his dad's this popular dude and he's actually done something with his life and he he, he can't feel like he can amount to it. Right. Um, and know. basically after that, they they reconcile uh, coincidentally at the at a not, not even coincidentally, just interestingly at uh, the uh a cemetery, cemetery where um Adrian, where Adrian is buried, and uh, Rocky goes there and talks with her and stuff like that. That's something that's carried to Creed and to Creed Two, and yeah. it's a very interesting, interesting therapeutic thing for many many people that Rocky does himself, uh, talking to your your dead loved ones, and they and so he he ends up being in Rocky's corner for this this exhibition fight essentially. It's not and, and before that, we get some but, very ridiculous uh, training. Oh, Yes, we do. Uh, but mm. there's also another storyline, but you go through the training and then we'll talk about yeah, the other character. This is one of the things that really turns me off about this movie is, and I get what they're doing. They're trying to like harken back to some cheesy stuff, but it just doesn't work, guys. Um, it, you got you got you got uh, Duke, uh, Apollo's trainer. It comes back and he's just like, we're going to we're going to build you up and we're going to do this thing. Your, your bones are hurting and you, you, ah, it's I'm, great. <laughs> it's it's so dumb. But basically the, the idea is that, uh, yeah, you're too damn slow to, to keep up with this kid, but we're going to make you strong enough. So when you hit him, he's going to feel it. Basically. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna okay. Great strategy. We Good can't do stuff. anything with him. You, you probably have arthritis and yeah. your bones don't move like they used to. Um, it's kind of comedic. What do you think about it? it? it the whole scenes are, all the scenes are comedic with the training. It's ridiculous. Um, and, and another uh, storyline I want to get into is this idea with uh, the character of Marie, who is a yes. callback to the first film. In the first film, uh, Marie is this young, like teenage girl that Rocky escorts Screw home. Screw you, creepo. Yeah, screw you. She's like, yeah, because I guess like he knows her family or whatever. So he, he's like, he, he was like, you know, what are you doing hanging around with those kids? Like, let me get you home or whatever. In the first film, I can't remember directly, but she's now grown up. Uh, she's a single mother now, and they have a bond throughout this movie. Kind of, it's, it's, it's a friendship. It's not a. I wouldn't call it a romance or anything like that. Obviously not. But he, he ends up developing a bond with her son, who looks at him as a father figure. Um. It is okay. what it is, Stephen. <laughs> it's in the movie. Um, it's in the movie. It's, it's a nice sweet. callback. It's got, it's got some sweet moments. It's a nice callback, but it ultimately it's doesn't a nice, do much. You know, it, they don't continue it on in any way in the next yeah. one. I can spoil that. Yeah. Uh, they don't even mention her. So who knows where she goes or what she does. Um, but it's just another thing to add a little bit of extra thematic layering to the movie, I guess. She, she, but, she, he, he helps bring out some things in, in him that – you know, uh, emotional stuff that we needed to hear about, about like Adrian and, and stuff like that, that, that you wouldn't have got out of him without a, a character bringing you out of him. Yeah, I believe she, yeah, he, he hires her to work at uh, Adrian's and whatnot. She's a hostess. Like a yeah. Hostess. So yeah. you, you, you see, she, she's kind of there to show. Um, well, he's, he's also lonely. So he's just like, you know. Yeah, he's got Paulie though. Uh, well, yeah, Paulie's just, 
in this movie, Polly just says racist things and he's just there. He's just there. That is true. He's like Italian food made by Mexicans isn't really Italian food. <laughs> oh, Polly. Where are uh, it's really funny pa- he's just family member. Don't worry about him. Oh, Polly's the uh the crazy uncle that you dread uh that never changes. To talk, to talk about or to for people to meet at like Thanksgiving or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or if you have like a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, and you and they're meeting the extended family for the first time, and you know this crazy Uncle Paulie is about uh, to to show up and you're like, okay, this is my this is my Uncle Paulie. He's kinda he's kinda crazy. He's kinda mm, a little wild. He drinks way wild. too much, you know, but we come we all love him because he's family. Still <laughs> working at the meat packing plant. Yeah, you know, it he at least he's consistent. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least he's consistent. Until he does lose his job in this movie. He does lose uh, his he job. Does. Yeah. Does. But uh yeah, so you know, he loses his job and once again he has ideas to to make money off of Rocky's name. Always does. Um Yeah. What and- I wanted to say is Marie's to, to show the Rocky you know Rocky's heart that he at his core is a very nice and generous giving person um yeah. and you see that he he employs uh spider Rico the guy who ah, I, he yes. fought back in in Rocky one as well yeah. you know what I mean and it's it's spider really, Rico yeah basically I think it was like the first guy we see him fight I think yeah he's Rocky. the first guy very first movie he's the first guy he's fighting in the in that 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 run down boxing ring. Yeah, and it's like the guy, you know, the guy's maybe somebody who's down on his luck, doesn't have a job or whatever, and he employs him and whatnot. Yeah. You see, Rocky is a very generous individual, yeah. so he he go he he does this fight, and I know Stephen does not like the way this like fight it. is shot for the most part. Yeah, for the first two rounds of this fight, it's shot like a real boxing match looks on tv on like hbo it's done by hbo sports they're you know it's not like an hbo sports boxing programming programming that you see on hbo and it's not very cinematic it's very raw and very weird looking but they do switch up to the more cinematic style after the first two rounds yeah um Steven, you want to say anything about that? Because I know you don't I, like it. I just don't like it. I, I don't like. I don't. Well, I guess you. I, I guess I rewatched this movie. I ultimately, maybe I don't really like this movie. I, I, it's better than. It's better than five, but it's oh, not. Everything's better than five. Yeah, everything's better than five, <laughs> but I, I, I just feel this movie, just is. It's just a little bit too like. It's almost satirical for me. It's almost satirical with how how kind of just ridiculous it is um like you know what's that movie he he did with De Niro um right around this time where he plays a aging boxer um and it kind of makes me think of that movie um oh I know what you're talking about yeah um look it up for me that came out a few years later though yeah recent one the one um I'm gonna look it up right now but um yeah grudge match yeah that's it grudge match yeah that came out in 2013 yeah. but stallone was in it and he was fighting de niro yeah so it makes me think of that movie where it's just very farce as much of a farce than anything like sure there's some great stuff in it there's the dramatic stuff is is good but it's it, the, the scenario and the fighting and the training which is the things a lot of the things that we love most about rocky don't work for me um, and you know, Stallone's in great shape. He still looks pretty good, but it just doesn't work. Yeah. So 
No, it doesn't work. Uh, and it works for me for the most part. Like I said, the ethereal stuff outside of the main plot basically work. Um, and the but the film ends in that classic Rocky style, though. Um, it very much mirrors the first movie. Yeah. The first movie, to a certain extent, you know he he does go the distance with this kid. He does prove to himself that he can still hack it. Um, and the kid, I guess, proves to himself that you know he that he's not fight. just. He's not just a paper champion. Do you see right. that he can fight like with with somebody who is, you know, a, a legend or something like that? Sure, it's kind of a weak. Once again, kind of a weak thing in the movie. It really is. But anywho, by the by the end of the movie, uh, you know, the crowd is chanting "Rocky, Rocky, Rocky." Doesn't win the fight. You know, it's a it's a he go. It's a decision for the for the other for the other boxer. Yeah, and and you know his legacy is is is. He's now sentenced. Yeah, it ends with uh, Rocky. Rock, yeah, it ends with Rocky shaking the hands of somebody, and then it uh, fades to black. And uh, yeah, what uh, is interesting is uh, we're talking about the fighting scenes. They were really hitting each other when they were well, yeah, filming I mean, the fight scene. Well, there was it, a, there was a lot of stuff like that throughout not, the series where where they were actually hitting each other. But 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 this one was so interesting because uh, it wasn't choreographed. The the boxing uh, match wasn't choreographed. I can tell. I can tell. Yeah, to the point where like uh, certain shots wouldn't match up with one another, like coverage shots and things yeah. like that, because everything was spontaneous. Yeah. And also, like uh, co continuity would be kind of screwed up because, um, you know, when you're really hitting each other, you're going to get real bruises and real cuts yeah. and real stuff like that. Um, apparently, accidentally one time, um, the the I, forget, I keep forgetting his name. Mason the Lion Dixon. Uh, Mason the Lion Dixon. Well, the actor, the the real life boxer who played him, accidentally knocked out uh, Stallone yeah. for real or something like that when they were filming. Um, so very very interesting stuff. But that yeah. is Rocky Balboa, and we thought that would be the end of the franchise. No, we yeah yeah. I mean, we, it was it was kind of a clear ending. He Stallone wanted to kind of put it, put it behind him, um, but then Ryan Coogler. Um, who is becoming a, a very great prominent director um, came to him with an idea for uh, yes. doing kind of a sequel slash spinoff slash um, reboot, if you reboot, will, uh, called Creed, which follows the uh, the bastard son. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. But the uh, you know the son that we didn't know that Apollo Creed had. Um, no. It is an illegitimate you know, illegitimate it, son. It is a child that he had. Um, outside, outside of, of marriage, yeah, Whatever. and so, so yeah, we Adonis Creed is his name. Adon um, well, his name is Adonis Johnson, actually. Yes, he doesn't change his name till later on in the movie. Um, and I mentioned that because both Creed and Creed 2 is all about identity, it's legacy, the, it's, it's a lot of the same things that Rocky series went right. Through. And <laughs> this was not directed by. Sylvester Stallone. No, uh, this was not written by Sylvester Stallone. Although he did work, I would say a little bit on the screenplay. Um, but he it was probably had some it. probably had some input. But I, he, he does do a, he does do a little bit of scripting in in two. Yeah, Ryan. But, um, Ryan I know the screenplay is tech is credited to Ryan Coogler and Aaron Covington. The story is by Ryan Coogler, but we can assume that Stallone probably did some rewrites, maybe some dialogue stuff. Who knows? Yeah, for, at might. least for the Rocky character. Um, and I have to say, I love this movie. Oh, um, I love I love it too. I love this movie 
um so my- much. i saw it in theaters thanksgiving 2015 yes and i walked out and i was like oh my goodness that's an uh, amazingly well-made movie yeah we have um or like we said ryan coogler right and directed um we have michael b jordan um, who is kind of known? He, he's been in some things. He he, he right. Fruitvale Station. He's played it. He's done all of Ryan Coogler's movies. Yeah, he was in Ryan Coogler's Fruitvale Station early on in his career. He was in uh, uh, The Wire. He was in my favorite show of all time, Friday Night Lights, yeah. for its last two seasons. He was in that and, crappy Fantastic Four movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, you had to bring it up, Steve. I, I had to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think in May, I think didn't that come out the same year as Creed? It, it was right around the same oh, time. Yeah, I but um. So, so yeah, he's really great in the movie. Uh, and then, of course, there's Tessa Thompson, who's also becoming kind of a rising star. Um, she's, she's fantastic. Been in, yeah. yeah, she's awesome. She's She was just recently in Thor Ragnarok as Valkyrie, and yes. she, she's been sprinkled into stuff. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan was in Ryan Coogler's Black Panther. Black Panther, too, as Kill, yeah. As Killmonger, the, the antagonist to Black Panther. Um, Felicia Rashad, who I'm pretty sure many people know from the Cosby Show. Yeah, um, she plays the uh, wife widow. of Apollo Creed, widow yeah. of Apollo Creed. Uh, she raped Adonis. Adonis. Um, the movie uh, begins with her finding him in like a juvenile uh, boy's home or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, it's kind of a place. I assume that for really troubled youth or an orphanage of some kind. Yeah, and she basically adopts him and raises him, and we get a great splash of the title. Yeah, I, I, I love that. Like, the, I love that. Like, it's like, it's like, I know your father. He was, you know, he's, you know, it's like, what was his name? And then it's like, the, the music comes in and you see Creed and it's, ah, it gives you the chills. Yeah, was, um, yeah. She asked him, like, you know, what did your mother tell you about your father and all that kind of stuff? And, you know, probably negative things and whatnot. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, what was, you know, I knew your father, you know, Creed, beautiful title. And then it flash forwards yeah. to modern day, 2015, and we get the adult Adonis who is uh, working. He's once, you know, kind of like, kind of like, kind of like Milo uh, working in a job he doesn't really uh, love. Not only that, but he, what we learn is he's, he's fighting too. He's boxing. Oh, he- Boxing in Mexico. Boxing in Tijuana, Mexico. And right under the border, obviously unsanctioned matches. You know, you know, he's not like, was it like 15 and 0 or something. Yeah, he he he's undefeated. And we see him just in the locker room in the back, just very very, sim- very similar ready. to the first Rocky movie where he's yeah. just kind of like uh, you know, unsanctioned, kind of like you know, amateur boxing match. And, right. And what what I noticed just right away aesthetically is how unique this movie looks yeah the the way this scene's uh, specifically done ryan coogler loves to do long takes the tracks and yeah, tracking tracking shot long takes he does it a few times in this movie and they are incredibly sophisticated and really difficult to pull off and he does it and he does it here early in the movie as well where adonis fights uh the first match we see him in walks up to the ring Gets to the ring, it wins that match, and then we see, and I think they, I think it cuts to him like in a shirt and tie in the, in an office. Yeah, yeah, and he's working for some some company. I don't, they don't really give us it's, it's whatever. And anyway, so he, all we learn is that you know Felicia Rashad, Felicia Rashad uh, raised him. Marianne Creed, I believe, is her name, um, and he lives in a beautiful home. Yeah, he's got this wealth, job, and, and he, you know, he gets this promotion, but and he decides to quit because he's going to pursue boxing. And she and he tells her. Time. In that yeah. 
she uh, he wants to pursue boxing and she's not happy because yeah. as we've been discussing uh apollo creed died in the ring yeah apollo creed sustained many many injuries in the ring she she basically says you know how many times that i have to carry your father up these stairs because he couldn't he couldn't make it you know as a result of boxing yeah. and and he's like i'm gonna do this with or without you and and he decides and and what we learn is that he's also been watching footage of uh old fights with his father and rocky balboa yeah and to the point where he can like mimic, mimic. it blow yeah. for blow mimic it and he he decides he's going to go to Philadelphia and seek out Rocky and have him train him. Um, but he does it kind of, you know, under, you know, uh, he doesn't tell Rocky straight up that, uh, you know, I'm Adonis Creed. He does. Well, he but does, but yeah. He, he kind of eases into it, you know what I mean? Yeah, for no, no, nobody knows that he's a Creed, so he's... Nobody knows he's a Creed. Like he, wants, said, he, goes, he goes by Johnson. Yeah, but he does it purposely because he wants to make a name for himself. Well, he wants well, to create his own name, his own, yeah, brand, yeah. His own and legacy. before he go, but before he goes to Philadelphia, he actually goes to the gym, a gym, which is ran by, um, Duke's son. son. Right. Um, and, uh, so, and he wants him to train him at first, but he says no, because you're, you're the son of a creed and we can't have you dying. Like your father died. I ain't going to yeah. be responsible. So, but creed decides he wants to try to prove himself. So he gets in the ring, knocks out one of their, one of their boxers, but then, a one real one, a real boxer comes in the ring. Who, which they do differently in this movie, where if a, a, somebody that's worth talking about, um, they show their stats and yeah, you, like their real like, life stats. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? The guy is like the number two best boxer in the world. Yeah, it was Blake Wheeler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so he, he gets in the ring. He's like, I, you know, let me go after you. He's like, <laughs> you know, and, yeah, and, like, and then he he uh, offers up his uh, his car, his yeah. Mustang. Yeah. As as collateral or whatever, as payment, and, and, and he knocks him out, knocks him to the ground, boy, <laughs> knocks him right out, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you got a long way to go. I, I love the shot too, because like where it's like with him as he falls, um, is really cool. I like that, like that yeah, choice he, there. Yeah, and like the camera like falls with him, and we just yeah, see, yeah, we see him just like spit out the the mouth guard. And he's like knocked out basically. Yeah, so, so Adonis needs some training. So he, he since this guy won't train him, he does go to Philadelphia. He goes to Philadelphia. He goes to Adrian's, and this is man. If you're a Rocky fan, the nostalgia is, is, is comes in, comes at you hard in this movie. Yeah, because we go back to the same setting as Rocky Balboa and and the original Rocky. We're back in Philadelphia. I believe they do like master shots of the city and and all that kind of stuff. Now, now the one important, yeah, one of the one of the important differences too is is because this is a, not a Rocky movie; it's technically right. a Creed movie. Now, the music is different; it's a yes. lot more urban, a lot more hip hop type of style. It's, stuff, a, it's so. amazing. Um, um, in my opinion, it's amazing. It's it's, oh, it's done good. by Ludwig Göransson, who is a Swedish composer. Um, he did he did the music for, for this film as well as the follow up Creed two. And I think he does all the movies for uh, Ryan Coogler. I, I think he does all the movies for Ryan Coogler as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and so we're like Steven said, it's not a Rocky movie per se, but you're going to you're going to get that feel in there. Sure. As yeah. of a Rocky you movie. can only go so many places with uh, a, <laughs> boxing. a boxing movie. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's... And so he goes to con he goes to get to see Rocky at Adrian's and the place is about to close up and you see Rocky and. The guy's like, yeah, we're about to close up. And then the kid's just like asking him, you know, um, about the pictures on the walls. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, guess, uh, and then he ends up saying like, you know, I heard there was a third fight with you and Apollo behind closed doors. Who won that? 
and 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 Rocky's like, well, he won, but hey, how do you know that? Well, no, and I mean he didn't. He doesn't tell him at first. He, no, of, he doesn't. It's kind of a secret. It's kind of a personal. It's kind of secret. It's like how yeah. well, how do you know all this stuff? How do you know anything? He's like, yeah, yeah. I was trying to hand it off to you, Steve, because I think you uh, know the lines better. Yeah, than yeah, yeah. Well, he he yeah he's he's like yeah he's like how do you know? He's like it's like uh, what do you how do you think I know? He's like you a cousin or something? <laughs> uh, it's like it's like I'm his son. He's like it's like no no I don't believe that. And he's like <laughs> and he's like Marianne, call Marianne right now. You sit you know. He gives her the phone. He gives him the phone number. Yeah, he's like, he's like, still the same phone number. He's like, he said, you know, hasn't seen you since the, the Creed's funeral. He's like, said you gave a nice speech though, mm-hmm. um, but um, which kind of tells you something about Rocky there, man. He, he, he was apparently family with these people, but he hasn't talked to the wife in since he died. Creed died, which is kind of like, it's like what I think we learned is is that we learned it even more in, in Creed too is yeah. how how much Apollo's death affected Rocky. Yeah. Um, we learned that. Well, that and Mickey's death. It's, probably. It, it's, it's a haunting thing for him. It's something that uh, sticks with him the rest of his life. He kind of, it kind of detaches himself from people so that he can't lose anybody in true. a way, you know, yeah. I mean like, so, so I like mean, the people that he cared about the most, he kind of, that, oh, that's still alive. It. Yeah. And we see it in this movie. We see, well, what we learn is that Paulie has, has died also. passed away. We knew that Adrian was gone. Finally, it's- I'm sorry, Polly. I'm, I'm glad you. Did. I'm glad you did because you just keep fucking shit up. I'm surprised you didn't make uh, uh, Adrian's go out of business by um, trying to do something on the side. Yeah, embezzle or whatever. I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. I know people. I'm gonna probably get hate for that, but Polly, you're, so, <laughs> you're a bastard. You're a bastard. Anyway, and we learned that his son moved to Vancouver. You know, uh, yeah. and so um, so about, so so Milo's in, in Vancouver, and. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, so, you know, he talks to him. He's like, you got, you know what? There is kind of resemblance there. And then he tells him <laughs> at the end, as he's walking, you know, walking him out, he's like, it's like, who did win that fight? Since we're like family, who who did win that fight? He's like, he did. So Paulo apparently won the third fight. Right. Um, we learned that. Um, what, and, and we be, and this is where the, the bond between Rocky and Adonis starts. Starts to grow, yeah. Starts um, to grow right the, here. The first, first we see Adonis go, and he's in his new apartment. And yeah. then we finally, first we finally meet the Tessa Thompson character. Um, we do. Uh, does he does he sign up at the Mickey's gym before? Before he might, he he might, he might have, I mean, he might have signed up before that. Yeah, right. Um, but but know, he goes to the gym there to to um hollywood is the guy calls him the guy calls him hollywood because he asked him you know where is he from from? la yeah um and he's like yeah he just you know sets up a locker there or whatever and um you know he breaks up and and of course he's living you know i got an apartment whatever maybe he saved up money does it it costs a lot of money to move across country so he does it and he's he's from a rich family i think he he does (laughs) he does i'm assuming he's got the he's got the funds and yeah. we do meet Tessa Thompson, and what the and the way we meet her is very interesting because it, it's revealed to us later on why she why why the situation is the way it is. Uh, her, the the music in her apartment's really really loud, and and he and he 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 hears it and he goes down and confronts her about it, and she's like, "What what you, what what's, what's the problem?" And he's like, "The music it's really loud." She's like, "Oh yeah, I'll turn it down." And of course, we learn later on in the movie. But, but, but not really. She's not really going to listen to him. <laughs> no, 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 not really. What we learn later on in the movie, I mean, this movie's three years old. We're going to spoil stuff, so get ready for it. We've been um, spoiling all these movies so far. Yeah, I know, but I mean, some except of these have been... Except for the new movie, ago. we're not going to spoil the new movie. No, oh, I, no, we won't. But I'll say this. Uh, we learn later on that she 
has a uh, a hearing problem where she has congenital like hearing failure, where she's going to eventually uh, become deaf. So yeah. she has hearing aids and stuff like that. That's probably why she was playing the music in her apartment so loud. Yeah. Because she can't. That's the only way she can hear it. And she's also a singer as well. We learned that in the movie. And they, they start a really nice romance in the movie. Their chemistry, I think, in the film is fantastic. Yes. Um, they're both great actors and they're both they shows up shows up on screen. Um and but, go on. But eventually, eventually you know, uh, Rocky decides, you know, he's, he's like going to still visiting Adrian at her grave and Polly. And, um, so he, re- he's about to sit down and talk with him one day and then realizes, you know what, I'm going to go by the gym. So he goes by the gym, you know, the, the, the boxing world is calling him again. Um, yes. and, and so he goes back to the gym and of course, who's there? Adonis. Of course uh, he is. And, and he's and calling, a- he's calling him uncle. Unk. Unk. Yeah, unk. <laughs> and, and, and and what's funny about it is 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 rocky walks in and it's like everybody was waiting on him because like everybody starts walking to him like hey rocky you making another comeback hey what are you doing hey i'm like where did all these people were they just waiting for him to walk through the door well, the thing is, like, he's a lo- he's a local legend he's a legend man yeah he's a local legend and, and, and everybody this, knows him yeah and this trainer the guy that you saw earlier he's uh i don't know if he's what is he italian i don't know if he's spanish or something i don't know he's but he's He's taught. He's he's obviously knows. He's the guy that's running the gym, uh, for for Rocky. I guess. I guess, yeah. I would assume Rocky still owns the gym, but they he doesn't never, run it. They never specify, but I no. assume so. Yeah. I mean, so maybe he sold it. That no. guy's run. This guy's running it, and his son's a boxer, and he wants yes. Rocky to train him. But Rocky's like always been like, nah, no, I'm not really. gonna train. But and he's now, not gonna he's not gonna train Adonis. He doesn't want to train Adonis either. But. Um, but Adonis, kinda... Adonis goes to him and says, yeah, you know, give me some tips. You know, what can I do to really help myself, you know, on the speed bag or, you know, some, some things. Well, I mean, to he, do. he basically commits to him after this, this talk. He's like, look, if you're not going to work hard, I'm not going to work with you. Right. Um, so he, there he's like, he's like, I'll do whatever I got, you know. So then they start out, they start working out, they start doing their thing. Yeah, they, and... start, they start training together and then uh, Adonis moves in. With, well, yeah, yeah. Eventually, he's like, "I'm moving your place right now." Um, yeah, because your crib right now. Yeah. I'm moving your crib right now. He's like, "What do you get naked?" It's like, <laughs> what's like, yeah, what's wrong with that? It's like, what do you walk around naked? <laughs> but, 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 but the the dude's son, the the guy that's running the place, he that guy wants you know. Th- now that he's getting, he's starting to get there. Um, he offers him a fight. He's like, "My guy needs to get keep warm. Your guys starting to look good. Why, why don't we set up a fight? You know, it'd be good for us. You know, you you being in the corner once again. People wanting to make money off of Rocky's name. Yeah, it, it's for like charity or something. It's well, like no, it's not. It's just a match. It's just a match. I thought I it was like for you know we could you know sell some seeds or whatnot. Well, just to make and, money. Just to yeah, make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I mean, just a match. And 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 the guys like the guy gets a little suspicious. He's like, you know, Rocky, I've been trying to get you for years to come here, and all of a sudden this kid shows up, and all of a yeah. sudden. You come in, and start training him now, and anywho, the guy ends up figuring out that this is uh, Apollo Creed's son. Creed's blood. He got he's got Creed blood, and I love that line because this idea of familial legacy. You know, it, I mean? it, it, yeah, it makes it like almost like it's a mythology, like it's, the, myth, it's, it, it's myth- mythical. You know, well, I mean, his name is Apollo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally, his name was Apollo. And this hit, and and it's you know, Adonis is another Greek uh, mythical figure yes. name and stuff like that. Um, and but this idea of you know, and this happens in sports a lot, where there are um, sports families where yeah. generations of people in this family become professional athletes, and there's something genetically. Um, you know, genetically predisposed for that to happen to their yeah. following generation. You know what I mean? And it, it happens and it happens a lot. Uh, and it's really interesting how, you know, they, they play on that in 
the Rocky world now because you know we had to move on from Rocky being so old and his son. Interesting is that his son never picked up fighting. You know, he apparently, apparently he tried with him early on, but then it just didn't take. And then it just didn't it just didn't happen. But now it's Apollo Creed. You know, you know, now it's Apollo Creed's lineage that is that is moving on with the with the boxing, which is so much better. Which is so much better, by the way. And it makes a little more sense. Yeah, it makes more sense because it it, it builds upon the Apollo character without him actually being in the movie yeah. makes him more of a legendary character than we and saw it, in the films. And it finds and, a way to take Rocky's character and make him more supporting than make him the front. It makes it more makes him more diverse and interesting, to be yeah. honest. We've well, yeah, he, he, he gets a nomination for this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we see the way in which the character, you can take him further in a different direction and get such great stuff out of him. Because yeah. we've already seen Rocky do the usual fighting in the ring and overcoming obstacles. He's, he's stopped the Cold War. He's done, <laughs> he's done so much for, for the world um, that we... He has. He can't do anything else. <laughs> so basically what happens is... Um, Rocky, you know, uh, the Adonis fights that kid, and yeah. Adonis beats him. He beats and him, what yeah. we get is a great, amazing tracking shot from oh, yeah. from the back, from the back. You know, the first round you get a tracking shot of that just uh, just continues to fight, watch that whole round. Not, them, yeah, yeah. Like the bet when he's in the back, coming out from the back into the ring, starting the match first round and i believe he beats the kid in like the second round or something like that it's two or three yeah yeah and it's incredible um in just i i'm just i was just bored it's, it's, it. it's I, great I, yeah. I, I was with my friend in the theater and i was like that was all one shot he didn't even notice it and i was like that's one <laughs> shot that was amazing oh my god i started freaking out started getting uh, a high pitch voice yeah, no. oh my god that's no. what happens when you get really excited your voice yeah, tends to get it goes up a couple notches but a couple notches. of um, course with this happening this pisses off the uh manager guy so yeah. and he decides to to keep what the, creed, the creed thing under wraps but because he lost in this match uh, he decides to spill the beans so everybody knows that adonis is uh creed lineage or, um, earlier on, yeah, and what is interesting earlier on when he's uh i love I, there's so much I oh yes yeah, all of that. I know what you're going to. I, you yeah. know what I'm going for when um when he's moving out of the apartment complex uh to move in with Rocky, um you know you know he's already developed this this relationship with Tessa Thompson's character. I believe they've already gone out on a date. She shows him around Philadelphia and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So so they've got a rapport with one another. And yeah, he's she, she goes he goes she goes like oh you're moving out. He's like oh yeah I'm moving in with my uncle. And she was <laughs> like uh, when were you gonna tell me your uncle was Rocky Balboa? <laughs> it's like, he's white. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, then, but but the other thing too, I was gonna say was right before the match. Oh, we're gonna go with that. Yeah, I was gonna bring moment. this up too. Yeah, he has this moment where he's oh. like, he, he's obviously nervous, and then he's like, really quick, like, hurry up, take off my gloves, take, take off my gloves. gloves. I gotta take a shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, that um, is a really relatable um yes. thing because if you've ever been extremely nervous for anything. Uh, usually having to go to the restroom is something like, that happens. Something that happens, yeah. It, it really is, uh, but, uh, it's real, very real. Yeah, yeah. so skipping on past that, they, they they have the match. And what's another funny moment is, is he wins the match, and he's like all excited, like, we're going to go in the town. And then it cuts to them like just laying like at Passed home, out on the couch. Passed out on the couch. And, of course, they have their first love scene. They have a love scene. Uh, yeah, no, Rocky, I, Rocky, I, oh, it's so awkward. He's old. He's old, man. <laughs> yeah, Rocky goes to bed and then just them on the couch, and he's like, "What about Rocky?" And he's like, "Oh, he's old. He sleeps he's well." Old, he's old. Like, he's old. He's old. 
And but this but then after that, the next morning is when yeah. the Creed stuff is all over like they have she the finds fake, out for the first yeah, time. Yeah, because it's all over like ESPN and all that kind of stuff. They have the fake ESPN stuff. It's the real people, but it's, it's the fake ESPN stories. Yeah. News stories like breaking is news. He as, is he as good as his father? Uh, yeah, probably yeah, all not. this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh they have the PTI guys come in and do stuff so, like so, that. So her 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 and 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 Adonis have this argument at for you know, for a little bit that he's lying to her and he's like, I'm just trying to make it, you know, all the reasons. And then he gets back in her good graces. He's, she's, she makes a joke. Like you do look like him, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. I always had a crush on him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's really, really interesting. And yet again, it plays like he's wanting to make his own way. And this was, it, he doesn't change his name. I don't think until, until the, now, now there's this introduction. Oh, it doesn't of this, happen until, yeah, go on. There's an introduction to the to the champion who is Mickey Conlon, uh, but he's this troubled champion. He's apparently he's uh, going to prison. He's going to go to prison, <laughs> and he has one more chance to get to fight before he's probably going to go to prison. And he needs to so he can make a bunch of money for his family. So he's about to do this fight with the guy we saw at the beginning that knocked out Adonis. But then during the pre match weigh in thing, uh, he knocks this dude out and breaks his jaw. So. Uh, now he has to take on another fighter, and they decide now that this news has come out about Adonis being part of Creed's lineage, um, that this would be good publicity. It would get a lot of people in there, and uh, it's it's a once again another publicity stunt. These guys right. think it's a sure thing, and uh, they but you know we're gonna do this thing. So yeah, they call up they call up Rocky. They like and the Rocky knows that yeah you're just looking to make some yeah. money off and, of the but, Creed. But there's a the name. Thing. You know what's distinct difference between this, which is what I like, is that Rocky, you know, back in the day, you know, the thing we talked about with with Mickey, where Mickey was trying to protect him, um, Rocky doesn't really do that here. You know, he does, you know, weigh the options, but he right. doesn't say, Adonis, we're not doing this. You know, he doesn't make it like a, you know, yes, sir. He doesn't make it black and white. He's like, I'll do it if you, you know, if this is really what you want to do, I'll train you. I'll be with you. Um, so he supports him because he's a boxer. You know, he's right. He, he understands that there's that you he needs this guy. This kid needs a chance to prove himself. And yeah. this is, you know, he, he he's with him. So uh, he's going to fight Mickey. And, pre, pretty Mickey Conlon is. His yeah. And, and one of the stipulations is that um, Adonis has to like officially change his name to Adonis Creed. Yeah. And, you know, for publicity reasons. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah, they, you know, that starts. They, they, they go through training. The training starts in. It, you, you get introduced to kind of like a new place. It's not the Mickey's gym. It's no, he takes him to another place with another, with people he knows, people he knows he trusts and people he deems to be really, you know, real people when it comes to learning how to box and stuff like that. Yeah. So it goes we to get, the, the great montage. And we get the montage. Yeah. You get, you get all the fighting him learning new skills and, and, um, get, you know, there's a moment where he gets upset with a spar, a sparring partner and, you know, you also see stuff with Mickey Connellan's train. Not as much, not not as much so, but um, yeah. So a lot, all the training stuff. There's a maybe the weakest part of the movie for me, which is the kind of the salute to the jumping up at the top of the step scene where there's motorcycles and. I love it. <laughs> I, that I, comes I, later though. That comes later. It does come later. Yeah, it yeah. does come later. I've oh my goodness, I get chills. I start crying. Oh. Oh, yeah, it doesn't do it for me as much. Oh, um, Steven. The motorcycles I'm doesn't mad. bother me, but it's like seeing Rocky and he's like, <laughs> love it. Uh, yeah, love it every second. Of it. It. Well, I definitely want to mention that later because it, it happens. It happens at an emotional height. It does. Of it does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll come back to it. Yeah, and yeah, and this leads to 
uh, when we, I might as well get right into it right now is, you know, we find out that Rocky has uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, cancer. Yeah. And Rocky pretty yeah, much. They're, they're, they're doing a training session and Rocky basically pat, like drops down. Like he throws up, he he almost passes out and right. they have to take him in and yeah, they find out he has cancer. And then, and then or, Rocky, no, I mean, they don't find out right away. Yeah, Rocky um, finds out, of course, the doctor yeah. comes and tells him and then Rocky is pretty, I mean, the doctor's like, you know, we caught it early enough with treatment. You know, there's a good chance of survival and all that kind of stuff. And Rocky has no interest at all in chemotherapy or because yeah, he dealt with it with Adrian. Adrian yeah. died. And you get a reference yeah. to I've seen this, you know, I've seen what happens with this before that, you yeah. know, I know the ultimate end. Um, and and so he goes back to the gym and he's working out with Adonis and he. um and and he has the pamphlets like in his jacket or whatever, and he hangs up his jacket in the back. And then after they're done with the training session, Adonis sees the pamphlets and he confronts him about it. He says, "Hey, when were you going to tell me about this? When does your treatment start?" And all this kind of stuff. And Rocky's yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm not I'm not doing treatments." And they have a really really fantastic emotional scene well, between I mean, the two of them. Basically, once again, like I said earlier, he's trying to find ways to distance himself from people. So he basically tells him, "Hey, you're not really my family." You know, uh, and it of course really upsets Adonis. Yeah. You know what I mean? It because really... he looks like he looks up to Rocky. Rocky is, is 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 his father figure in the movie. You know, it's, oh for sure. And yeah, of course, yeah. Adonis. Um, it's his only connection to his, his other than but, his mom, than, yeah. his dad. But yeah. it, this idea of abandonment. You know what I mean? Like abandonment issues and stuff like that. The fact yeah. that you know his father died, but you know his father wasn't a part of his life at all when he when when he was alive um it's really really an emotional scene and adonis he kind of you know he takes it with him he goes to, he, he, yeah. he goes he goes to see tessa thompson what's tessa thompson's character's name i don't know why bianca, she, bianca, bianca. Yeah. so he goes to see bianca's show she has this big big show and he gets into it with uh the headliner who who calls him baby creed <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, and he really pisses him off. And he said, so, you know, this dude, of course, try. I mean, the dude's a boxer. What the fuck are you thinking? He's going to knock you out, <laughs> you know, but, but yeah, of course, he, he shouldn't have picked a fight. He, he he basically picked a fight with the dude. I mean, he called him baby crew. Who gives a shit? But, you know, yeah. Uh, so he gets thrown in jail and uh, Rocky, Rocky comes, goes to see him. Right. And this is the scene that really gets me. Yeah. Um, that, you know, he, he, Rocky's like, look, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry what I said basically, but I'm not going to leave until I have to say what I have to say. You're kind of, basically you're living in your father's shadow. Stop, you know, letting that happen. You know, you're going to have to move past that. You know, accept that you're a creed and move forward, and you know that yeah, you can be, that you can be better than him. You know, but yeah, and, 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 and Adonis yeah. wells up. He's Michael B. Jordan's a good crier. He's great actor, great, great emotional actor. Um, and he, and I believe during that scene, he also like, you know, tells Rocky, you know, go away. I don't want to see you. You know, we're not family. You know, he's get away, old man. Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> <laughs> basically. And and it's really, it's it's very emotional. I mean, and what ends up happening is. They they do reconcile, of course. You know, it happens yeah, well, in all these movies. Well, he try, he, first he goes back to try to see Bianca, and Bianca yeah, is, is, is shut him out because because he, you know, she, 
the show apparently went through went okay, but you know she feels like that they need some some space. distance, some space. So she, you know, he feels abandoned by her, and after that, he goes back to Rocky, and right. and basically he strikes up a deal with Rocky, saying, you know, I'll fight this match if you fight for your life. You know, yeah, basically, and what we get is. My more montage. montage. Yeah, this mo- I don't know what ha- what's it up with this montage. Yeah, I think it's the way it's cut. I, I think Ryan Coogler is such a an amazing director when it comes to uh, really maximizing emotion, even in the montage. Which let's face it, these montages are mostly montages of uh, positivity. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, showing. You know, people working out, getting pumped, you know, great music pumping, all that stuff. Montages are meant to be a way of telling a lot of story in a short period of time. Yeah, but they're mostly like positive things, like progression, you know, uh, excitement, stuff like that. And and in this this montage, is is, he's able to. It's a little both. Yeah. He meshes both the dramatic seriousness of the moment as well as the uh, personal growth of. Of of Adonis Creed in his in his training as a as a boxer and as a person, and we see uh, s- sequences of Rocky being really sick and having you know throwing up because of the chemo and you know going to chemo and being a um, you know doing the chemo treatments in the in the hospital and him uh, still training Adonis at the hospital shadow boxing and push ups running up and down the stairs and then and then that and then it hits that you know that montage of Stephen. Uh, talked about before that he doesn't really like which i mean it's okay it's it's okay it's just a little too it does not understand understand. they're trying to do something that's inherently a rocky thing in a new movie and it doesn't fit necessarily tone wise uh i don't know what it is if i'm just caught up in the moment or caught up in the montage but the way in which it's done is the music cuts out and then it starts to build again you know what i mean you get the bell starts chiming and you know what i mean and they and then they blend in they start blending in the rocky theme and then, and then that nostalgia hits you from the Rocky sure. movies. If you're a big Rocky fan, but you also have all of this emotional weight of what's happening in the moment with Rocky with Adonis, and they just that nostalgia and that stuff meshes together, and I just start weeping every single time. I, I, every single know, time I see the movie, maybe maybe I'm just a little bit too cold hearted. I don't get I don't get as many nostalgia feels for things, uh-huh. but um, but uh. But it's it's a fine scene. It's just a little bit totally doesn't work for me. Like it's you got to remember that it's not a Rocky movie. No, it's not. It's 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 a whole different vibe. The music's different. Right. It's not. It, so that moment just kind of felt out of place to me. It, 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 yeah, it's not a Rocky movie, but it takes a lot from the Rocky. Sure. It's stru- structurally, it's Rocky. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's a different character. Yeah, of course. It's not, not the same. So it that moment just feels like we're trying, trying to take something Rocky right. did and well, put it in this scene. In you know? a way, yeah. I mean, I would love to talk to Ryan Coogler about that sequence, whether it was intentionally supposed to be, you know, I, th- I think it's Rocky. I mean, like, yeah, we have to have the thing where he's like, something's going on around him and then he's like jumping up and down in shadow boxing and stuff like that has to happen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at, least, at least they didn't straight rip it off where he runs sure, to the top it, of the stairs. It's definitely got some unique flair to it with the, right. with the it, motorcycles. It's a remix. Stuff. You know what I mean? The movie is yeah, very yeah. much a remix of the Rocky franchise in and of itself. Yeah. Even Rocky, you know, all except for Rocky five, which we don't talk about that. Why did you, wow, we were, I thought we were past that. <laughs> I thought we were past that, but definitely yeah, so, so, shades of, all the rockiness in oh, this yeah. movie. I mean, so, so, my so, goodness. So they finished the, that, and then now we're going to Las Vegas. It's in Las Vegas, it. right? 
I want to say it is in Vegas. Yeah. Um. So they're there. Oh, oh no, it's it's um it's in Liverpool. Okay, Liverpool. Oh yeah, they it, do go. To, in, they do go to London. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's in his because uh, it's in Ricky Conlon's hometown of Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so they're there, and right there's this scene where Rocky's kind of like acting funny. And yeah, it's he's, great. He's, he's like, really just standing there for. What, what, what are you looking at the door for? And, but he's just waiting for Bianca to show up and knock yeah. on the door. And she remember, we, remember, women weaken legs. Oh, I love that line because nobody, <laughs> nobody knows that women weaken yeah. legs. You know what I mean? Like you know the legs thing. So, so um, Bianca's back. She's back to support him. Right. Um, and uh, so yeah, we're getting into the fight here, and. Uh, don't they have the press conference first? Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, they, he's just insulting him, you know, fake creed and all that stuff. Yeah. He's like, the fight, Rocky tells him the fight starts right now. This is where the, you know, and it does, you know, he starts to tell him he's a false creed. He's like, he's not where he shouldn't even be in this fight with him, but you know, and then they start to go at it. And then, and then, and, and, and luckily he doesn't break Adonis's jaw. No, nothing like that. Yeah. So, um, and the match starts before it, the match starts, he receives a gift from his mother. Or yeah, his mother, and it's the the Creed tights from it's the Creed the Creed trunks from the the the, the, spark, the spangler the spangled uh, trunks that his father wore that but say it, it that says say Creed Johnson. and it says yeah. Johnson on the other side and it's this idea of the duality of Adonis you know yeah. it is what makes him who he is it's not only the Creed but it's it's the Johnson which is himself. Yeah. And the Creed together. It's very symbolic. It's really brilliantly well. And, and of course the mom's gotta watch. She can't help it. She's gotta no, watch she's watching the TV. Yeah. yeah. So so you got her at home and, and then the, so the match starts. You get the you record the entrances, which is always kind of a big deal sometimes in these boxing movies. And they make it in the ring and uh here we go. We start and uh right off the bat, you know, Mickey Connellan's this big long he's not very buff. I always thought that was a weird he was a weird choice. Um, he's kind of like lanky and like not very muscular, but he's got the reach. And they're he's not, got, well, the thing is, they're not heavyweights. They're light heavyweights. They're light heavyweights. Yes, which is a smaller but, weight class than than heavyweights. There's like heavy made heavyweights, middleweights. I, I don't know. The, I don't feather, know featherweights. Made. There's featherweights. Yeah, phantom uh, weights. There's light heavyweights, which is what Adonis is. But 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 in general, though, he doesn't have much of a physique. He's he's very. It's it's uh, he's an, he's got a weird uh, physique about him, but well, but, I think maybe you're comparing it to the way Rocky and his opponents well, always look. Like most <laughs> most of these boxers look kind of buff, and he's kind of like but those the, dude, the dude that sits on the he's like he looks like he's sitting on the crowd couch or maybe something like movie movie <laughs> physiques. You know I mean? If you see you know, like boxers, they're not like super ripped abs. And Let all me that think in fantasies, Andrew. <laughs> so, but what is interesting is you know the guy is a real boxer in real life. So yeah, yeah, he looks like a real boxer in real life. Which is whatever, which is whatever. Um, but he he yeah. So a little bit of a disadvantage. This dude's got a reach on him, so that's part of the you know the battle there. But um yeah, the, the he gives him a fight. I mean, it's about all we can say is he gives him a good fight, and yeah, uh, um he ends up losing the fight. Yeah, very very similar similar to uh, Rocky one, uh, which he goes the distance. He does go, and he gets his. He gets pretty beat he, up in this he, fight. He, he knocks he him down. He does knock him down. He does knock the, him down in the final round to, and the only way he can win the fight 
is similar to Rocky too, is he's got to knock him down in the final round. Um, and he does end up knocking him down, but the, he he does get back up and Ricky Condon wins by points and the yeah. judge's decision and stuff like that. But what it shows to the boxing world and what it shows um, to people in general is that uh, there's something to him, you know, Adonis. Yeah. There's, there's something to be said about about him that he has a lot of fight in him and he has a promising future because he is very young. Um, and and in, and in that final you know speech in you know, a little moment where they're in the ring and they're talking to Adonis, it's it's a moment of where he finally accepts himself as a, a as a creed. You know, he finally right. kind of says it for the first time. And like, I'm, a, I, you know, I'm proud to be a creed. You and know? of course, during the match, it's it's very emotional. There's a part where he gets knocked down and he has almost this out of body experience. Yeah, where he did some kind of a montage of various things in his life. You know, kind of his life flashing flashing through him. Uh, by him and you know really gets him up and the in the rocky music swells and it's yeah all that great stuff again um but and then the final final scene of this movie after the fight rocky and adonis uh, go up the steps at the philadelphia art museum and and rocky can't quite get up there as fast as he used to get up there now and he's like, man, I didn't realize there were that many steps. I think they added a few over the years. It's just something like that. And it's a it's a wonderful moment, like I say, of showing the legacy of both, you know, it's like past and present and future all together. And they looking looking over Philadelphia. It's a great, you know, familial, strong, powerful moment. Yeah, it's one of my favorites of the whole franchise. Probably my third favorite behind uh rocky one and rocky two um, right so but, I'm, I'm probably in the same boat as you yeah. i may like Creed a little more than rocky two i don't know um but what? i really like rocky uh, i really like rocky of course but yeah. I, I really love creed a lot i think ryan coogler brought a lot of dramatic weight a lot of real seriousness and made a really fantastic film he found a granted, way to oh, granted of course I, I say this all the time in movies and i'm probably should have said it way earlier but i guess we're here now there's n there's no true true 100 percent originality in movies anymore or ever because everybody's kind of like keeping uh, you know making the same things over and over again but they're changing certain details and everything's being you know it's how uh, you present it man it's presented how you present in it. different ways and and evolved in different ways to the point where like a criticism of creed or creed 2 i don't consider like oh you know, I knew where it was going because that's the way it was in Rocky or it was the way it was in this movie. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of knew that going in already. Like I knew what, like I knew the certain tenements of Creed going in to it to a certain extent to the point where, where when I got the certain plot points we were going to get in the movie, I wasn't surprised by them. You yeah. know what I mean? But I loved the details within them. I loved the characters. I loved the acting. I loved just so much within that movie. I think by itself that like we were talking earlier, the mythos of the of the of the the characters is what's but it's almost like it's a superhero movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got you got Creed's son. Now he's the next he's part of the legacy and it's his son that's gonna continue on the story and it's it's got a mythos to it that I like. And um yeah, I mean it, it's a fantastic movie. Um and I think, you know, what we'll do here is at the end here, we're gonna do a brief little uh little review no spoilers of the new film creed 2 that just released right um and we won't uh, go into any plot details no, no details like 
other than what you know from the trailers. Right. Um, so in this film, uh, we get uh, Ivan Drago back from Rocky yes. Four, and he, he's bringing his son in to fight in this movie. And Adonis, of course, feels a need to kind of uh, get revenge of sorts for his father's death. Uh, right. So then, you know, it's th that's basically the movie. There's more to it, of course, but we're not going to give there it all. There is more away. to it, of course. I but, mean, but, I'll but, say this. I'll, I'll say this a little bit. It's not really a spoiler. Um, yeah, of course, it, it is sometime after the events in Creed. Uh, uh, Adonis is a box, you know, a, 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 not a big name, but, you know, Adonis is... is he's become is well established. He's established. Become established. Um, and out of the shadows of the of the past comes, like Stephen said, Ivan Drago and his son Victor with out a big the... Russian, not a not a not a really big Russian flag waving behind no, them. No, 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 no. But out of the shadows of the 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 old USSR Soviet Union comes Ivan Drago and his son, and they want Creed. They want to. It's, they it's, want a to it's a redemption story for for that character in the movie. It's a redemption story for for them, and I'll say this: they had a really uh, good uh, arc in the film. Yes, yes. Something you don't see in any of the other Creed films when it comes to the bad guys. Maybe since uh, Apollo, and even yeah. then, it wasn't really quite a character arc per se. But it, it had some emotions in it that I really, really liked, and it had some connections back to Rocky Four, which were really good. Um, but this film is Creed Two for a reason, and it predominantly focuses upon Adonis Creed and what he's going through. And similar to what was happening in Creed, it's all about family, legacy, identity. Yeah. And this film has to he has to uh search for all of those things in this movie in, in various ways and of course stallone's back as yeah, rocky I, I, I think i think in this movie more so he becomes even more of a supporting character in yes. this movie um where he very much he kind of goes off on his own story by himself he's got his own things that don't necessarily necessarily involve adonis himself no it, um, it's more focused on, on adonis in this movie yeah. than it is on rocky really um um you know distancing itself from the rocky name to really become something of its own uh, very much more of a creed it's we're there now we're into yeah. it's just about and creed it, and yeah. it's really about his connection with his father and what that means to him and and things like that because having the dragos come you know, the, the Ivan Drago is a direct connection to the death of his father, literally. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it's really, really good. And there's some wonderfully powerful uh, dramatic sequences in the movie when it comes to family and things like that. Great visual um, uh, storytelling at times as well. Tessa yeah. Thompson is in the movie again. I think they have still a wonderful, fantastic chemistry um, with each other and their their relationship evolves in this film in new and interesting ways um i really like them together i i think tessa thompson is just fantastic michael b jordan his acting is once again probably his best stellar, now stellar. as good now as it's ever been um and who's our who's our new director <clears throat> capel jr it is stephen capel jr yeah. so it is not ryan coogler although ryan coogler was a producer on the film and he um, and he's the one that that brought this guy in. Basically, yes, it was basically a handpicked successor, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Because Ryan Coogler is now busy with other things. You know, he did Black Panther, which also came out this year. So obviously, he couldn't do both films. 
and I guess MGM or whoever couldn't couldn't wait for for Ryan Coogler. Oh, no, they got to they got to capitalize, man. And yeah, that, they have to capitalize. And also extent. think, you know, uh, the actors got other projects, and you know, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure Michael Michael B. Jordan. I mean, he did do Black Panther also. Uh, so yes. he, had to stay, he had to stay in shape, but um, to keep that in shape for a long period of time. It's kind of hard, so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep this. You gotta keep the window tight, you know. Right. I'll say this: filming this movie, they actually started um, principal photography in March of this year. Oh, so and they they, they, they now they filmed it quick. <laughs> this movie, yeah, this movie had a quick production. It, it was yeah. completed on June seventh. So wow. they filmed from March to June seventh. Well, it's only like a thirty-five. I think it's like thirty-five million dollar movie. It's not a, not a high budget movie. Um, no, it's not. It, well, the budget's fifty million. Fifty That's million. Says, okay, yeah. I think thirty-five was the first Creed. Okay. Um, but um, yeah. So it's a mid mid budget movie. Um, and it's gonna make. I mean, I, I have we haven't said this yet, but this franchise is in the billions of dollar billion dollars now, and it's only uh, and it's only it's the budgets have only accumulated to about a hundred and fifty million. So yeah, it's, and we have to keep in mind. You know the way money works is you know money's sure. value goes up over time. Like yeah. you know a million dollars in 1980 is different than a million dollars now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So and even then, even then, these movies aren't big budget movies. More no. like mid budget, even lower mid budget. Like 50 million is kind of a low budget movie to be yeah. honest. But uh, um, but yeah, I mean Creed two, I think is a is. I like it about as much as I liked Creed one. Um, it, it's very solid sequel. I, I, I a lot of great moments, a lot of great callbacks. Um, and I'm not sure where they're going to go. Um, but I, I, I think this is going to be successful and I think they're going to probably try to make another one. So oh, I would, I would say so as well. I think it's going to do well enough at the box office to warrant them wanting to make another one. Yeah. Um, story-wise, like Steven said, I'm not quite sure where they could possibly go. Um, because it's a very, it's a, it's a staple, you know what I mean? It's a, it's, yeah. it's a very, um, definitive portrait of, of Adonis and his character's journey. So I'm not sure where you could go. Uh, that would be any more interesting than the way we, yeah, that's the thing is you don't want to start getting it to the Rocky five point no, <laughs> where yeah, it's like, no. where you're just coming up with stuff just to make yeah, and it more interesting, you know, and there's not a cold war for him to stop in the next, you, you know, he could stop, <laughs> he could stop whatever the next war is. I, uh, yeah, I guess. Whatever, so. Yeah. But I, they'll create, they'll create a war for it. Yeah, I'll uh, say I, I, I like this movie, uh, less than the first creed. I think while Stephen Capel Jr. I think does a fantastic job directing, it's not quite as um, gripping as I thought uh -huh. my first film to be. If I was just comparing the two, which mm -hmm. I really don't like to do, I like to see movies stand on their own. But just for comparison's sake, because it's a franchise, um, I thought this film does. This film is not quite as gripping as the first. One. It doesn't have quite the dramatic weight or seriousness it, it, it that the first one does. It, yeah. Although it still does, it still it, does. It, it kind of happens with sequels, man. It's like like we right. talked about, like Rocky One's our first. The origin story is always the the more interesting one because we're learning about the, the character for the first right. time. So, um, but um, yeah, I, I would say definitely go see it. Yeah, um, it's it's really well worth your time. And um, yeah, um, that's we've made it to the end of this franchise. Yeah, uh, who knows where it'll go from here? Yeah, but um, we'll be doing we'll be doing this 
video again in another couple of uh, years. Uh, no, we're not doing this again. This is long <laughs> as hell. We, we will we will talk about maybe the further movies in the franchise if they ever come come out. But uh, right. This was uh this was fun though. I loved talking. This is one of my favorite franchises. Um, you know, this ended up basically being a spotlight for seven movies. <laughs> I know. It's, I think it, I, we well, said eight. it wasn't gonna. We yeah, said it was. It was like seven we, movies, then like vague eight. Yeah, <laughs> we, we said we said we weren't doing the spotlight, but we kind of did because we got too into it. What happened um, is we got too into it because we love the Rocky franchise. So we love Rocky so much. Yeah, it, it means so much to us. We just couldn't help it. Could help but talk about as many much details as we could. But um, really, if we're gonna get into it. We got. We had to get into it. We couldn't. We couldn't yeah, be vague about this. We couldn't. gotta go deep. You know, we're here on the Cinema Discovery Project. We gotta. We gotta dig deep on this stuff. We gotta discover as much as possible and feed it into your ears. <laughs> so, with that said, Andrew Cabral, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Cabzilla06, as well as my YouTube channel, Cabzilla Productions. And you can find me on Facebook, Stephen Billings. You can also find me uh, running the Cinema Discovery Project Facebook and Instagram. And uh, you can find this podcast uh, on YouTube. Um, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Podbean. Um, please leave us a, a comment, rate, a review. We'd like to hear from you guys. Um, and that will be it for this episode talking about the Rocky franchise. Thanks for listening. And hey, keep on watching the movies. I know I will. <laughs>